Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Annie Tate Podcast. Today, we have our much-awaited 2018 in review episode. And I've got uh, a couple, a uh, larger group with me today because we're going to have a nice, large, fun time. And so I've got Gugsy. Yo. Hybrid. Yeah, what's up? Rec. Requiem. Kanbanwal. <laughs> Pizza. Hello. And T-Grip. Ohio. And then you've got myself. Proton Storm. So that's actually, uh, usually we have, we uh, have five, but we have six today. <clears throat> Excuse me, we have six today. Um, and the reason for this is because this is a, a very important episode. Um, some of you may not be aware of this, but believe it or not, this is actually a tradition to talk about the year in review. Unfortunately, this tradition started last year, and the audio from our podcast last year is um, rest in peace. Um, and so it never actually got posted, but we're going to be following a similar formula to what we had theoretically been planning on doing last year, which is that we have kind of an internal, all of our authors were pulled for their top 10 anime for 2018. And then we've compiled, or by we, I mean Gugsy, has compiled a list of our top shows by basically taking um, the points. And I'll actually let Gugsy explain the system, but we're going to be yeah. going through this list in order. So Gugsy, go ahead. So, yeah, so this is, I guess, kind of the third year I've done this. In 2016, I basically just asked everyone for kind of their five anime of 2016. And then whichever ones showed up the most, uh, was, and, just, just, and I just compiled it that way. But then last year and this year, I asked um, as many people as I could in the annotate chat uh, to give like a rough top 10 anime uh, of theirs for 2018. And so then... Uh, uh, t- their tenth place would get one point, and obviously going up to uh, first, their first place vote would get ten points. And then just by combining, I think it was, I, it ended up being twenty three different uh, top tens. That we ha- we have our list in front of us that we're going to discuss today. Yep. So let me see. One, yeah. two, three, four. That's how we're going to do this. Twelve, thirteen, uh, seventeen. Yeah, twenty four. Cool. Or is that 24? I, I can't do math. Doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, we and actually, it's what's interesting is out of the 20 plus authors that we pulled um, for our top tens, we've gotten a total of 64 different shows that have been at least yeah. received a tenth place or higher from people. So there's a pretty varied list, um, and we're gonna basically be going through this list a little bit, and everyone will be who has joined me on this podcast today will kind of comment and we'll have a, a nice fun time, maybe get Gugsy a little bit riled up if we can. Um, <laughs> and so... I, I think that's the, the good thing about this is that it's it's kind of a compilation of 20 different people. So you can really get a better sense of like the stuff that was popular and also good. Yeah. Then I, feel, I feel like if you just randomly look at other at other um, kind of reviews in 2018, it's usually just one person's opinion. So yeah. no, that's yeah, definitely kind of true. I mean, and, and the other thing too, though, is obviously inevitably there's going to be like that one show that X person likes that isn't on here, or maybe yeah. it is on here, but it's not as high as they would like. So I, I expect to be hearing about that either in the comments on Gugsy's article or in the comments for the podcast, but um, deal with it guys. Okay. We tried. Um, and so I'm going to go ahead and get started here. And first, for the first group, um, to get through the majority of the shows, I'm just, most of them are, there are a lot of shows that have a tied amount for total points. 
So I'm going to group them by the amount of points that they have until we get to kind of like our top like 20-ish or so. So um, tied with one point each um, at, I guess, 63rd place is what we'd call this, is um, as Miss um, Beelzebub likes. How do you pronounce that, Requiem? Beelzebub. Beelzebub, yeah. Okay, that yeah, that one, and then Food Wars, the third season, which is that Totsuki train arc. Um, and those each got one vote, so someone voted on them, but they gave, they each had one person give them 10th place. I didn't mm-hmm. vote on either, but I just want to say, Food Wars showing a train in the intro and the ending, I expected more trains, so I didn't put it on my list. <laughs> not enough yeah. trains. That's right. a good reason. <laughs> Too much food. That's like more trains. Train. <laughs> I respect yeah. that. I like... I liked Mixed Bills above. I didn't vote for it. That's not my vote. But that was a good choice. Really? I thought it was your vote. Huh. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, me too. <laughs> no, I yeah. think it was Nan, actually, but it wasn't me. Really? Yeah, I thought the show was basically pure diabetes. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I like. I'm not going to argue um, with it. So, I've been interested in Food Wars, but it was definitely... Like I don't even think I finished the third season because I just... Yeah, this season, was, it was a step down. Like, yeah. basically, basically, the bad guy was like, okay, like creativity and (laughs) for cooking yeah we're gonna do none of that yeah like that doesn't make any goddamn sense we're gonna be creative we're the good guys i guess yeah and i guess for me too once they got to the actual train thing it felt like the stakes were fairly low and i I just think that i wasn't like looking forward to the next episode so i just like never got around to finishing it i guess they also randomly dropped like new like villain chefs that like we don't give a shit about like, okay <laughs> i, I almost feel on. like they have to in a show like that because it's yeah. like which i, I agree with you mm-hmm. it's like not very good but it's also just like it's almost inevitable because this thing's got to go on for forever and he's already beaten all the chefs that they've introduced so they got to toss in a couple more yeah yeah one good thing the animation was really took a hit on the, like the animation really took a hit that last season too yeah I feel like they've been like that for like the last two or three seasons where it's just like, here's a long pan, here's another long pan, and it's just like, we're not going to animate anything except the sizzling of the food. It's like, <laughs> all right, well. It's but it's great. Plus, the clothes, the clothes exploded. Yeah, yes. <laughs> the clothes but I did, like what, I did like what they did with his father, and they introduced some of the stuff, and they showed the past, like, uh, what's-her-face's father, who was the main villain, and how they were related. That was that was cool. That's pretty much the only thing I really take from that season as far as characters go. Yeah. So uh, moving on to our two points, and there are a lot of shows that have two points. Um, mm-hmm. So we have Release the Spice, Seven Deadly Sins is the second season of that, I'm not sure. Um, Sword Art Online, Gun Gale Online, uh, Sirius the Jaeger, um, Karakuri Circus, Dropkick on My Devil, Liz and the Bluebird. And Liz and the Bluebird, that one's the Sound Euphonium movie, correct? Or spinoff mm-hmm. movie. Oh, I didn't see oh. that. I'm going to put it on my list. No. I saw it. Yeah, um, and w- was that streamed or was it movie only? I think it was well, movie in theaters only. only. Yeah, so oh, if you okay. saw it, and I, I bet that that's probably why it's kind of low down on the list because I don't. I would have liked to see it, but I have not seen it. So yeah, yeah. Mo- movies really do suffer on on these lists because obviously it's so much harder for people to watch. So they. So I, I remember um, what was the big movie last year? That one came really low too. Uh, Your name? Uh, no, Silent Voice. Uh, yeah, uh, Silent Voice and uh, In This Corner of the World. Yeah, those two. Those two movies that they are they're really really good, but yeah, uh, like, yeah. so few yeah. people actually watch them. So yeah, it's a it's a struggle for them to place in these lists. 
Yeah. yeah, and also I think Ink uh, Machia, the one the Promised Flower Blooms, also came out mm-hmm. last year as well. And no, but it didn't actually make it to this list this list because it never was actually streamed. And yeah, I noticed fact, that a lot of the other shows that are in this in this block, they're all like Amazon Prime or Netflix shows as well. And I think yeah. that might be because they're um, Amazon Prime. Not a lot of people have that function, and Netflix just puts out puts out these uh, the simulcast puts out their it, shows like months it after streams they come like, out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it streams like all the season at once. So you, it pretty much it it airs all the right as all the hype has already gone away. So by the time it comes out, everyone's like already moved on. So that said. Yeah. Netflix is does pretty well in this list. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. not revealing, well, but yes. <laughs> yeah. the, the other thing that's a that's a good point, Pete. I feel bad. I totally I loved Maki. I actually saw that in theaters. But I like when I was making my list to send to Gugsy. I was just looking at the t- like I I went through all the like the Anna chart like shows that had aired over the past year, but I didn't yeah, look yeah. at the movies, so I forgot to put it. It would have totally been like top three for me. Whoops. Ah, uh, uh, unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, like I really wanted to see it as well, but it was only uh, in the yeah. theaters for like a weekend. Yeah, well, mm. for people who want to hear more about that, we actually did an entire annotated podcast episode just on that movie <laughs> a few months back. So it's out there. I mean, it's. I think it was. It was several. I think we did it in August. So if you look back at our podcast tag, you'll find it. I think it's a good point about Amazon's about uh, Amazon Prime too. I think there's a definite hit to any show that's on Amazon. Like Dropkick on My Devil. I mean, it's only it's not for everyone, but I think it would have got a couple more points if it had been on Crunchyroll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and I'd also like to think you know Car Curry Circus it also got two votes when I yeah that, that would have got way more votes. That's that, that, higher. Made that, list. that was my number eleven. Yeah. It's, it's, that's also kind of the uh, the struggle with this list is because be, just the arbitrary way I decide is that shows that continue like this, like Car Curry Circus um, and Run with the Wind, and then there's a few others like those shows technically haven't finished yet, but they yeah. like so. Yeah. But because of because of just how we have to define it here, like mm. they, we we have to base on what we what we've seen so far, and so. I'm sure Car Curry Circus and Run With The Wind and, you know, other shows from 2017. I know, Mar- yeah, March comes in like a lion. I had to disqualify because uh, um, it started in 2017. But I know oh, that's a super good show that a lot of people liked, but just... Because it's terrible. <coughs> Whoa. Okay. Yeah. He, off the podcast, Requiem. You're done. You're done. It's over. <laughs> okay. I'm so, uh, yeah. moving on, on on the subject of things being over, let's jump to our next few here. So, at three points, we have Overlord 2 slash 3, because they both aired this year, um, Tadakun Never Falls in Love, and Pop Team Epic, and then at four points, we only have one four-pointer, and that is A Certain Magical Index Season 3. Oh, God, that show, that show should have been so much better than it was. You mean yeah. not just awful and unwatchable? Yeah, it would have been nice. Ooh. Well, I mean, it was three. still... Ooh. It recovered a bit, but like the whole, the whole thing in the middle, like the battle royal thing, with all, all the organizations with stupid names, with uh, no just, explanation, what the fuck was happening? I, I said this before. They need a narrator for the show because every battle is just like I'm explaining whether my power is religious, esper, or science, and I'm going to tell you everything about it. And then as we're doing it, like then the fight's over. Like this, this is awful. But if you had a narrator, like in like say JoJo or whatever, you'd be talking about it and you'll learn about it while they're fighting. Otherwise, I just don't even know what's going on half the time. Yeah, the narrator was a huge asset in Killing Bites. 
You know, I've, I've, um, I've, I've read, I haven't read all of the index books, but I've read the first like seven or eight of them. And it's uh-huh. definitely like the books are super heavy on like exposition because he just has the characters explain everything, even from the beginning. So, well, I guess it's faithful then. Good job. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 from what I've heard, though, it is a, the pacing's pretty rushed in this adaptation. I, I haven't actually seen season three, so I don't know. But Do, is is Railgun three confirmed? Or is yes, that it, is. it is. Yeah, 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 is. Now there's so a good. I, I really liked Railgun a lot mm-hmm. more than Index, and so I, I'm, I'm not even caught up on Index. But whenever Railgun three drops, I'm going to be there for it. Yeah. I think Railgun is good because it focuses on the characters, whereas Index is like, here's the story in the world, yeah. but the world building's mm-hmm. bad, so you don't really care. Whereas Railgun is like, oh man, these characters are cool. I remember them from that other shitty show. I'm <laughs> That is that is a hot take right there. Ooh, steamy. <laughs> talk about shitty, talk about shitty shows. Three points for Pop Team Epic is three more points than it deserves. I agreed. Uh, agreed. Didn't watch it. I thought it was pretty unique. Like with all the creative stuff they actually did, I just didn't find the skits very funny. For the first like three or four episodes, I did stick onto it, but by the fifth one, I was like. I knew what the formula was, and even though there's a, every episode does have like one funny skit in it, but one funny skit for every like dozen or so just isn't a good ratio. So I dropped it like halfway through. And then it well, also it, and just like yeah, oh it, great, we're gonna you're gonna see the same thing over again, but now I don't know whether I forget whether it was dudes or girls first. But like oh, we're gonna but, do the opposite gender. Yeah. This yeah. is hilarious. Yeah, the dudes were the second half of the show, but. A lot of the times they got pretty famous actors to actually do the male voices. Like, like I remember one yeah. episode, the male voices were the Japanese voice actors for Cell and Frieza, which is actually hilarious. I think it was a premiere, right? Yeah. It's, uh, I don't remember. Is, like, it's it's meta funny, but, like, in show, it's not funny. Is it all mm-hmm. just references nonstop? Like, we're going to hit with all these references, and that's pretty much the entire like, show? There's it's a like, lot of that. Dumber. I don't, like, it's just stupid shit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was a lot of it is absurd, absurdist to, on the, to, for the sake of being absurd. It'd just be like, "Hey, we did this thing that doesn't make any sense. Isn't that funny?" I'm like, "No, no, it's not. No, it's not." Yeah, that's what I just thought it was. Yeah, yeah. I like if I had to describe the show, it would it would kind of be like the WarioWare of comedy. Like, there's you just oh, now I want to watch it. Tiny, <laughs> you got a bunch of tiny com- like comedy skits which are really funny and have lots of references, but they get really repetitive. <laughs> Really fast. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, my first exposure to the series was sitting in a bookstore in Japan, and it's got the two main characters, and they're just flipping you off on the front cover. And I was like, what is this? This is like a couple of years ago. I was like, what is this? And then it gets an anime, and I was like, all right. I, I mean, I never watched it, but it was. Uh, it's definitely like absurd for the purpose of being absurd. So, I mean, if you like that, then you you probably will like it. But, I mean, if you don't like that, it doesn't have much else going for it by the sounds of it. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. moving on to our five pointers, we have um, Hakata. Oh, wait, Kitsu. I want to say Overlord was good. That's all. Overlord, Overlord was good. Was good. I, actually, I like okay. it, too. I'll mm-hmm. give that. I'll give well, you well, that. They had a scene with lizards having sex, and it was funny. Oh, dear. <laughs> That is not why I thought it was good, but <laughs> that is why I thought it was good. That's, yeah. It's not not why I thought it was good. <laughs> so for our five pointers, though, we have Hakata Tonkotsu Ramen, um, High Score Girl, and Grand Blue Dreaming. So I'm actually surprised that say- Grand Blue is so low because I thought that was like really popular around these parts. Well, the manga is really popular. 
the, the adaptation I heard it that didn't quite live up to it. Yeah, the it adaptation hard. really didn't. So what what the, was wrong the with the adaptation? Is, the manga is so ridiculously funny, just the way it is paneled out, and it. I think every everyone who was familiar with the with the manga was like, oh, I don't, I have no idea how this is going to work as an anime, and they certainly tried. But man, I would I I, I would absolutely recommend the manga first because it's yeah. just I, there's some there's something about it where you can just go panel to panel like at your own pace, and then it just it's just so much funnier than it is as an anime. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's more that the manga is laid out so much better because it is mm-hmm. designed as a manga, like. Yes. Essentially, every single punchline comes on the second page after the setup, so you get the really good pacing with the page turn, and the punchline is right there, and it's just smacking you right in the face. While the anime, it just kind of, it doesn't have the same pacing because it is anime, so it's just mm-hmm. constantly moving, and punchlines just feel weaker. And plus, and the animation just... itself just wasn't good. Well, it wasn't mm-hmm. the best. And it's just the, the the faces in the manga are so incredibly detailed that to to have them move in an anime, I just it, it just it never really had a chance. I don't mm. think. Yeah, um, I also think there's a certain point too, where with any adaptation you have um, hardcore fans of the manga, but the 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 fans of the original work it's usually still it can be like a very like niche group. But then when you make it into an anime, it's reaching a larger audience, and sometimes it doesn't actually end up appealing to the larger audience in the same way that it did to that small fandom originally. I feel like that could uh. be part of it, personally. Because I, I, I thought it was interesting, and I kind of agree mm-hmm. with you. I can see how the manga might have been better, but I also don't think that if I had read the manga, I would have liked it to the same degree that some of the people who were really big fans of it liked it on Anite. I think you would. I think you would, because it, it really. I I don't. There's not. I don't read a lot of manga, but th- this is the funniest thing I've I've read in a very very long time. Mm-hmm. I, I would I would highly highly recommend all of you to just go find it and read it because it's just it just works better on the page than it ever did in in motion. Yeah. And so, yeah. Moving on to our six-pointers, though. We have a lot of them. Um, we've got Gundam Build Divers, Darling in the Franks, Banana Fish, Boarding School Juliet, Full Metal Panic, Invisible Victory, and Senran Kaguya um, Shinobi Masters. Um, so I think, um, T-Grip, <laughs> you were the one that voted for Juliet, right? Did you put it in your yes, fourth I place? I'm the, I'm the only one. I gave it six points, and yeah, I, I will say it <laughs> I'm I'm there with you. I it's it's good. I didn't make my top ten, but I, if I would recommend it too, yeah. I can get why it wouldn't make a lot of top tens. It's just that I really liked this show for the romance because it's just one of those few MA romances that, as I said in my article, that just it's like a loss. It's something you don't see that often. It's it doesn't feel like overdrawn. Yeah. And also, I want to also add for the show is that the voice acting in it is surprisingly good. Like um, one of the guys in it has the same voice actor as. Yado from Noragami. Oh, oh, Yado. Yeah, he's a, he's he's one of the side characters, and I had no idea oh, yeah. I missed him as much as I did. And he's fantastic in this, as a lot of other VAs are. So, yeah, I gave it six points, but I have no regrets at all. I gave me that many points. So, I, yeah, I didn't I, realize this, that he was the same voice actor. That gives him bonus points for me. I love Yato. He's like my favorite character. 
Yeah, and he's, his character is fantastic in this. Yeah, I, I mean, I would recommend it because it's it's basically, it's, it's Romeo and Juliet, but Romeo and Juliet both confess to each other in the first episode, and then mm-hmm. every episode afterwards is like, well, we can't, we, we can't, like, go go out and tell everyone because obviously we're in different houses like they, they mm-hmm. hate we hate each other but like mm-hmm. how do we progress a relationship after confessing to each other mm-hmm. yeah. and it's it isn't it is very entertaining it's it's more yeah. entertaining than it than it uh seems like it w- like it would be yeah i yeah. liked the manga i had read it a couple years back and i had enjoyed it at least the parts i'd read mm-hmm. uh, can i say that i am stunned stunned that Frank still managed to pull six points. <laughs> yeah, Robin. me too. I was about to say something. Let's what? see. Where did I put it? I put an eight in my list. Oh. Okay, so you're Wait, you're eight, th- you're eight, responsible yeah. for about half of the. I points, think all so you guys. I think all you guys forgot about that awesome middle period, and you're just like, "Oh, the ending sucked," but you just forgot how good it was in the middle. It well, was I'd okay. say the really good first half middle. was great. It was okay in the middle. Then it just dropped off like a cliff. I, <laughs> so, I can't put. I cannot put a show on my top ten list if it was just good in the middle. Okay, yeah. I'm actually exaggerating. <laughs> I actually liked like almost ninety percent of that show. I went into it in the beginning thinking, "Wow, this main character sucks." Zero Two is like whatever. But then over time, the relationship and they had the flashback and they showed the relationship and I like really got drawn into that. But the thing that kept me like really interested every week was the world building. Like, I, they just dangled the carrot. Like, what is this thing? What is this weird magma energy? And yeah, it's dumb. But all all the while, you're like, well, I want to know how this happened. So a I lot have a of question. People... Go ahead. Did you binge or did you watch it week to week? I pretty much never binge anything, so this is definitely one that I just okay. watch it every week. Okay. okay. So I, I just want to put this on the table, um, maybe a little bit in support of that. Um, so I never finished. Uh, Darling in the Franks, but it wasn't because I didn't like it. I actually um, had seen the first, I forget, it was like seven or eight episodes, and it was actually one of like my favorite shows that was airing at that time. It was But my Wi-Fi, because I, I was li- that was when I was living in Nagoya, um, and my Wi-Fi was so bad that it was almost impossible to watch it, and so I was like, I'm just gonna Ooh. binge this when it's over, but then I heard so many negative things about it that I never ended up coming back. <laughs> Everyone complained about that, like, really long flashback episode with Dr. Franks, and I absolutely loved that episode. Just, like, every little detail about how the world came to be this way, just like I was just glued to my TV the entire time. And after that is when I think it fell off. Uh, yeah. What episode was that? Yeah, both, the, both the flashback episodes are pretty solid. Like, how they yeah. first met was the best episode of the show. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Um, but but it, just, like, it fell off so bad. Yeah. They they almost they almost had like these Gurren Lagann vibes. Where like we're gonna go into space, we're gonna have this huge battle. But like they didn't really have a battle. They just kind of drifted in space, and then Zero Two turned into this weird hybrid of the mech thing. I don't know. And then I don't know the way they treated their characters towards the end was just so lousy. The way they just took away the memories of the two kids right after they had a, got pregnant. It was like, all right, that's great. You don't really need this. But you're really selling this. Hey, you guys talk about the negatives. Whereas the middle was all right. Forget it. So um, it, was, it, it was trigger, and I'm a horror for trigger stuff. So the end. I love. I, no, I love trigger, but Frank's was yeah. just not it. No, no. So mm-hmm. before we get too much into um, a Frank's bashing session or whatever you want to call that, um, I also wanted to bring up Banana Fish. I, I hadn't actually seen it, but I know that some people said that it kind of petered off towards the end. Is that true? The first half was great, and then yeah, it just kind of petered off. Yeah. Hmm. Also, from what I heard, the ending was really not that good, which, yeah. I thought the very last episode was good, but the second half in general wasn't great. 
because mm-hmm. Ash just kept getting captured and raped, and then someone had to save oh, him. Well, oh, no, he's going to save someone else. Okay, we're going to have a really impressive gunfight, and then we're just going to do that like three more times. It's just competitive. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Right before we move on, I just want to give a shout-out to Full Metal Panic, because Full Metal Panic is awesome, and it des- it deserves so much better, because that animation mm. was absolutely horrendous. This, I, I, I don't think I've felt... I have never felt so bad for an anime in a long time because oh. I've wanted a continuation for like a decade. Because when so I got long. back, in, yeah, they really um, needed a recap episode. They really did. <laughs> I don't know because I years. <laughs> yeah, true, true. But I don't, this one is just weird because FMP was like one of like the franchises I got into back when I you know got back into anime in the early 2010s. So I love this franchise, and to see it right here, I was going. Yeah, this it, it's still full mad, full metal panic. It's still the same thing, but it's just missing a lot of that heart and soul that made the earlier seasons what they were, which is the heart and soul and the drawing and the animation talent and like everything involved in actually creating an anime. It, it mm-hmm. lacked. It was just it was just done so absolutely poorly. And uh, I lo- I love Full Metal Panic. It is awesome, and mm-hmm. this one was just. I don't know. This one was fed to China, and it was, yeah. and it showed. And well, what about the? Really, you guys I absolutely still recommend you watch it anyway because it's a great, great story, great show. It yeah. has the stakes are higher than ever. Like they just pretty much just wipe the floor with everything that was established in uh, yes, Second Impact or whatever the last one was. And it's like, okay, well now we have this cool submarine base, and then we're going. Oh, we got to rescue Chittery again. Fine, but that wasn't the main crux of the story. It was just him getting into that battle circuit, and that was really cool. And I'm surprised that you didn't like the animation because I actually thought it was pretty high quality. Oh, it it, just, it lacked. Wow. It lacked a lot. The weird, the weird thing is that actually I like the 3D much. animation. Like because um, studio does is um Zebek, and they actually they really know what they're doing when it comes to 3D anim- animation. So the robots in this were fine, but the 2D animation was. Yes, really exactly. stiff, actually. So a little bit, really stiff. Yeah. Hmm. So jumping to our jumping to our sevens, though. At long last, the sevens. Okay. We have um, Skullface Honda-san, um, Katana Maidens, Teasing Ma- Master Ta- um, Takaki. Is that misspelled? Tagaki. Tagaki. Yeah, it's spelled. It's misspelled. I'm sorry. Okay, I That's... thought because I thought his name was different than that. Okay. But you guys, hopefully everyone knows what I'm talking about there. Um, Legend yeah, yeah, yeah. of the Galactic Heroes. And then we've got Uma Musume, um, Cardcaptor Sakura, and Saint Seiya's Tia Show. Ooh, I wonder who voted for that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shadow. I can. Yep. Spoilers. I'm gonna, I want to give a shout-out to Katana Maidens. That was a good show. It was criminal. Because, because the first few episodes are pretty terrible, admittedly. But mm-hmm. there, there are, I, I really don't think there are many anime that do sword fighting better than Katana Maidens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what that anime that really picks up, especially in their fights, and it's awesome. Yeah, like it got kind of dark. Their, yeah, what were their sword fights like? Like I remember in the first episode, um, they had a bunch of different sword styles that were shown off, and I have to praise that. It was actually quite interesting to see these differences, um, but. And later on, are there just like more different, like different sorts yes. of styles shown? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. No, no two it's characters awesome. fight the same way. Yes. It really, yeah. it, I, I, I highly recommend it. I, I think, I think Katana Maidens made my tenth place. It is. Okay. It's, 
Yeah, it didn't make my top to ten, but it, it was. It wouldn't make my top ten, but it is a show I recommend, especially when you get to the second core. The, the, the main the main problem with it is that the first few episodes are kind of dull because because it takes a while to get going. The first episode is like the the, the first episode it lulls you in like oh this is going to be some boring stuff and then. <laughs> Oh shit! Like there's actually something happening, and then episode two and three is like them reacting to it, and then from there it starts going. So, mm-hmm. I yes, I, I I understand completely that everyone dropped off of it because, like, frankly, three episodes and it's still not where it's supposed to be. Like, what are you doing? But the rest of it was awesome. So, what about um, teasing Master Takagi-san? I know a lot of people were really big fans of that one, right? I think they were they were big fans of the manga. I that's another one. Oh, was it the manga? I didn't realize that. I mean, I'm 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 not sure. Um, no, the anime had some vocal fans. It did. It did. Did anyone in here watch this one? No, I watched most of it. No. I guess. I, don't, uh, I didn't. Take, the only one. I didn't. Take I, don't really, I guess you're the only one, Gugsy. <laughs> I, it was good. I it wouldn't have made my top ten, and it did not. And yeah. it was solid. I don't, that's all I can say. Yeah, I never got that okay. into it. I think I dropped it after no. the first couple of episodes. It, was, it wasn't bad, a, but I just didn't think it was that funny. There's a season two that's coming out for this. Yeah, season. yeah. All right. And then the other yeah, one that I wanted um, is Uma Musume. That was another one that some people, they had like a very like a cult following, I think. I did not see it. Did anyone here see that one? I did. Am I the only one? I guess again. <laughs> I, guess. Yeah. It, I saw it, some again, of it, but I just lost interest. This is another show that it's a lot better than it should have been. Yeah. Um, but is well, it it's also good? A si- yeah, it's also a side games productions, which is actually kind of funny because the stuff they produce is actually surprisingly good for yeah. how generic the premises generally generally are. I think what what made this one actually stand out a little more is that Uma Musume, like it's it's about horse racing, but the horse, the horse races, like it actually, it, it actually does follow historical horse races. So, like in certain places, it would be like, oh, this, this, you you would watch the anime and be like, oh, that this person won, and oh wow, that's like, I guess that's impressive. And then you would watch the actual, like you 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 could watch the actual horse race that it's uh, based on, and it would it would uh, happen the exact same way, which is just it was just really impressive. Except so the source material um, is real happen- life. <laughs> sort of. It really, it really is. Like the source material is real life. Like the the mm-hmm. these girls win in these ways in those exact specific races in like the exact same fashion. It is. It's. It is a lot more impressive than I than you might give it credit. Just to clarify, yeah, though, the- it's it's not that they're riding horses. They like are the horses. Right? They are the horses. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All the horses, horses are basically anime girls. <laughs> the horses are idols. Let's not forget that the horses are. Oh idols. yeah, that too. Well, I mean, the, the show forgets that the, that they are idols also. So I, I don't really give that credit. I think I think there's one, maybe two idol performances in the entire show. So they probably should have just dropped it. Anyway. Hmm. Yeah, and before we move on, I just want to also throw a shout out to Schoolface Hondasan, and it's basically yes. a really funny uh, short. Wh- about a guy basically working at a bookstore. And if you, mm-hmm. you ever worked at a service job, you will know how this guy feels. And, mm-hmm. oh my god, it's hilarious. 
so to get to our eights now. Um, so for our eights, we have um, Goblin Slayer, Night Ooh. is Short, Go- Walk On Girl, Hanebado, hey. and Bloom Into You. Goblin Slayer? I'm not familiar with it. <laughs> uh, Re- Requiem, you've never heard of Goblin Slayer. I'm no, pretty no, sure that, he slays goblins. Did I get any buzz? Did I get any buzz at all? No. <laughs> not For some years. It does not exist. Let's move on. Yeah. Uh, but Hanebado actually was pretty great. Like, I love the animation, but the story and character writing could be really janky at times. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, Requiem didn't didn't vote for Goblin Slayer. Wait, he didn't? Wait, how many people voted for not. Goblin Slayer? I did not vote for Goblin Slayer. How many people lost shame? Sorry, let's uh, get sidetracked. Uh, May I second uh, how to amazing animation? Two different people, and let's see if I can out them. Please don't. Uh, uh, probably not. <laughs> All right, shame on you two people. <laughs> And probably not. So okay, moving on. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's. I mean, it's it's okay. You're allowed to be wrong on this website. <laughs> You're allowed to be a terrible person. <laughs> um, I know. I'm blooming to you, uh, hybrid. You liked that one, right? Oh uh, yeah, that was my second favorite drama of the year. It's on my top ten. I loved it. Um, I went into it thinking this was going to be another pandering Yuri drama, like the last few we've gotten, like Citrus or whatever. Mm-hmm. And instead, it ended up being this amazing uh, introspective just character drama where you're finding out more about the characters, which, you know, just happens mm-hmm. to have a shoujo eye tapestry in the background. And mm-hmm. It didn't really have the greatest ending because there's more to the manga, but for what oh, they yeah, left classic. it at, I can't wait to see another season. The thing that I, I just didn't really like about Bloom Into You is that... Like it's the 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 older girl forces herself on the younger girl, and then the younger girl is just, why does she like me? Oh, okay, I'm going to like her back, and it just it just didn't it just didn't connect with me, and that's why she, that's why I, I stopped watching it. Yeah, you, the main character, I'm probably my favorite character the entire year. Any show, really? it's just I know it's probably just a me thing because the way yeah. I resonate with her because she's like, oh well, I'm just this person who just. I can't really find a romantic connection with anybody. And I mean, the, the person, um, a character like this mixed with the aggressive uh, student council president is like pretty much the, like the basis for everything in this genre, but mm-hmm. it's just done differently. And the main character, I didn't see it as her forcing her. I thought like she was just like, wow, I've never felt this way before. And then as we go on, we find, oh, she's actually like, trying to be her sister that's not who she is at all and she's just so conflicted on who she is as a real person and just seeing them i mean she never really got to the point where she really appreciated herself but just like seeing them grow as people rather than the romance was actually the highlight for me hmm. i don't I, know i would I say didn't... that the um the, you don't get that uh, in the first episode though <laughs> that that that's that um what gugsy's point where you kind of have one person coming on to the other um, and mm-hmm. then, like, that other person is maybe not into it at first, but then they, like, over time are like, yeah. you know, I'm going to, like... That's actually... I think what's weird is that that's really something that's been in, like, Japanese literature, I mean, really for centuries. Because even if you look back at, like, a lot of the writings of some of the famous authors in the 1600s, most of the romances were written in that style, where you have mm-hmm. an older person who basically, like, romances a younger person, and that younger person feels like they you know they were like oh i want to return their feelings and so they fall in love with them based on that so i I don't really think 
I wouldn't, like, even, I, I wouldn't I, even exclude it to just J- Japanese literature. I would say that's just literature in general. Just yeah, and, and usually an older guy with a younger girl that this sort of thing happens. And it, but yeah. it's, and it sort of happens kind of the same way, at least to me, in Blooming to You, even though it's an older girl but and a younger girl. Yeah, I, I would know. say, I, I guess my, and my, and my point is that um, a lot of the literature, some of the stuff that I've read that has those kind of things has actually mostly been like guy and, and guy in the 1600s. So that's mm. why it might, it might be kind of like, um, a tr- like a trope in same-sex relationship kind of like romance stuff that's kind of persisted over time. I think it all depends on how the characters are handled because it can be really gross depending on how it is. Like, oh man, he's oh, totally yeah. forcing her. You're yeah. like, it's almost like, oh, you took her captive and you're just forcing her to like you over time. Whereas if you write the characters in a way where she wasn't super aggressive, other than maybe that first episode, and it was kind of, like, it was kind of a more cute relationship. I don't know. It, it didn't come off as gross to me. So, how would you compare Bloom into You versus Orange? You mean Citrus? Oh, God. Oh, citrus, yeah. Citrus is... Don't talk about orange around the Citrus is people pushing each other onto desks and a rotary phone falling on the ground and then kissing. That's the entire show. (laughs) There was none of that in the show. I think the main takeaway here is that Proton likes to read Meiji-era Yaoi. Hey, Meiji-era? Okay, get on my level, bro. Tokugawa I'm looking forward to your article soon. Night and Short Walk On Girl was a movie, right? Yeah, that yeah. was a movie. Okay. Okay. And then, do do any of you have any thoughts about Hanebado or Goblin Slayer? Um, Hanebado. We don't Hanibado. have time for our thoughts on Goblin Slayer. Yeah, let's <laughs> not get into that one. Okay. Didn't watch it. That's my thought. Please not. Um, with Hanebado, the reason I gave it, I think, it was like three or four points. Um, is that I've seen a lot of you know sports anime that you know aren't too competitive that you know, are really like into like comedy and being like you know really like almost relaxing like um a manchu for instance um this one though is like the other end of the spectrum where for once a sports anime has no chill whatsoever yeah it's pretty tense the entire time yeah yeah and i, mm-hmm. I actually really liked it for that it was like one that I said hey what if we just treat this way too seriously you know as you know some high school high school athletes actually do like treat you know mm-hmm. athletics really seriously and it really I, worked for me. It's like the anti-Manchu, and I love it for that. It has no show whatsoever, and somehow really, really works. Yeah. I, just, I just couldn't. I just could not with the mom storyline. I just like yeah. what, this is. This is the most evil character I've ever heard of in any sports anime ever. And there's no comeuppance. She's the <laughs> worst mom ever, and there's no comeuppance. Absurd and just like wh- yeah. it's, it's you have to you have to be seriously sadistic to be that kind of person. And I was just like, I cannot. I can't do. I can't deal with this. Yeah, yeah I've no. definitely heard as Your a point daughter? of critique that, as a point of critique, that it's been that it was like way too dark and serious. Some people are like, "What the heck? This is like a sports show. Like, let's calm. Let's, it's high school badminton. Let's calm down." That's definitely a point that I've heard. Yeah, the main character just like had this blank towards the end of the series had this blank stare and was like this completely evil, weird psycho person. It's like you were heading on the right direction towards like friendship and rivalry, but now but you no, just hate everything. Because your mom is some psycho sadistic person that's like, you know what? You lost one fucking uh, badminton match. Now I'm going to just 
I'm going to uh, desert you and let you yeah. live on your own forever. Yeah. And then, but I, I did it so you'd grow as a person. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, like, oh, I no. raised my child through her adolescence, but hey, no. you're a better badminton player now. And, so. and with that, I'm going to jump to the nines. <laughs> okay. So we have we've got um, we've got Grand Crest, uh, Grand Crest Senki, Baki, and. Um, my Hero Academia Season 3, baby. How many oh, hours do we yeah. have for this segment? Uh, oh, God. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every single Whoa. one of you that voted for My Hero Academia are villains, and I hate you. So I just <laughs> wanted to I say... For the record, for the, record the, the reason that last year's uh, podcast is gone and just completely destroyed is because I had a rant last year about My Hero Academia that probably went on for an hour. and was It was so good. <laughs> and these, even though these people are lying and saying that it was fantastic, they're they're absolutely lying and it was stupid. And I'm not going to do that again. So I just say doing bad life. things again. Discord will destroy our recording this time. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Again. So as um, T-Grip and I actually experienced it, so just for um, posterity, I want to mention that Gugsy screamed about eating hair for at least 10 minutes. (laughs) 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 He fed him hair. Why does anybody have a problem with that? He's like, I need to put my DNA in you. Nobody has a problem with that. Oh, yeah. For that line many times. So I, I just wanted to say, um, so the first thing is that I think that My Hero Academia was totally robbed and it should be higher up on this list. Um, I well, I don't know because I, I put in my honorable mentions. I didn't give any, but I still liked it. But to me, it wasn't better than season two. It was like as good as if a little bit weaker in season two because season two, I really liked that because it took what was you know, great about season one and just threw away all the weaknesses. Season three though, it's like, okay, we're kind of, running out of steam here but not not running out there's just like less momentum there i like it but i didn't love it as much as season two so i think we got better character development with deku and all the characters around him but otherwise yeah. it is just yeah. kind of a shun a fun shonen show yeah namaste yeah. wreck namaste I, I think one the real appeal to me of this show is that um really deku's relationship with all might i think what was really incredible about it for me is that, you know, they really say that um, showing and not telling is kind of a difficult, a really difficult part in writing. And if you can, like, it's, it's you know, like, they don't just say, oh, Deku loves All Might. It's really subtle in the way that they, like, have it in there. And, like, you really have to read between the lines to realize how much he idolizes All Might, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Are you trying to kill me? Is that what you're trying to do right now? I think he is. They're definitely trying. Blood pressure just went to like 500 over 80. They're, they're definitely trying to bait us, and it is just not going to happen because this is just low, low bait. I'm going to uh, ask no. all of you who watched Grand Crest Senki. Actually, I watched I like did. the first no. three episodes, and I can t- easily tell you that it w- was bad. And With, this is what I'm having. Well, the problem I'm having with a lot of fantasy shows that are popular right now is they're basically fucking JRPGs. And if I wanted to experience a JRPG, I would goddamn play a goddamn JRPG instead of watching somebody oh, else wipe himself off about their <laughs> JRPG bullshit. See, because I, when I was I was looking for just images of Grand Krasenki because I was just looking what, what to put for this title that wasn't My Hero Academia. And... <laughs> 
I, I noticed it's it's a, it's very like at least the images I found were like super romantic with him and like the main guy and main girl, and I was like, huh, maybe you know. Actually, that's the best part I'm, of the I'm show. I'm a diehard fan of romance. You know, I I could I couldn't mess with this show, but so it's not the primary storyline, but it is the best part of the yeah. show. Okay, so yeah. Gugsy, if, but, you're, but, if you're a fan of romance, why don't you like the romance between All Might and Deku that much? <laughs> you could say that's like the romance the love. <laughs> I, I do want to say I do want to throw a shout out to Baki it is glorious trash it's the kind of thing Gonzo would have put out in the late 90s and if you're of a certain taste and refinement it's a, it's a good time Rack, it's also how is, Netflix how, only so that's probably why it's very low yeah. Yeah. also Rack how does Baki compare to Killing Bites Killing Bites <laughs> No, Killing Bites has the sharpest fangs, so it wins. Killing Bites has the sharpest fangs. We'll yes. get we'll get to, we'll get to that one later. Um, okay, okay. But on our ten pointers, we have Run with the Wind, How Not to Summon a Demon Lord, and Card Fight uh. Vanguard. And so, Card Fight Vanguard, by the way, is our first show that has been given like a first place rating by one of our authors, and that Got first it. place <laughs> rating is the only person who voted for it because it has a total of ten points. Um, and that person is, um, I, the world may never know. Um, I honestly can't even guess who could have possibly voted for this show. Mm. I'm not, it is I'm the not finest card show on TV right there. It's, it's, it, it's just a mystery to me. Yeah. Uh, I want to say two things. One, I did not vote for How to Summon a Demon Lord, even though I'd like to Really? Show. Two, I am amazed it got ten points somehow. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I like the show. I can't believe it got ten points. How many? Yeah. How many people vote for it? That's what I'm wondering. Just like did... I will tell you. Um, let's see. Uh, the, just two people. All right, one of them oh, is Tenshi. Really? really? Probably. Yeah. Right now. Oh no no oh no. Okay, sorry. Um, I, I'm doing this wrong. Oh okay. Hold on. I was in the wrong row. Hmm. Um. Okay. All right. Yes, it was just two people. I'm okay. not going to name who. That's fine. All right. But I'll just say no. that they have a bit terrible taste in fantasy. <laughs> that, I agree. That was, <laughs> it's a perfectly perfectly entertaining show. I don't know if it's top ten, but you know. yeah. Well, I, it might be a good it might be a good etchy show, but as a fantasy show, it's terrible. Uh, it is top notch etchy. Yeah. <laughs> Weirdly watchable, Etchy, somehow. And I don't even go for Etchy, but I, I somehow stuck with it through all, all 12 episodes, albeit in a dub, which actually is really fun because all the actors know exactly what it is, so the English version of it is a lot of fun to watch. So, yeah. So, I'm Run gonna... with the Wind, is that a good show? I it, like it. It is. It's taking, it, it's taking a while, it, but it, it is good. And it's gonna it's two cores, so it's going to continue into the year. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's an entertaining sports show. Can you compare it to another sports show? Um, I, I don't watch very many that. sports shows, so I wouldn't be able. Well, I like problem, it to them. The problem is, is that <clears throat> the vast majority of anime sports shows are like the super type, where like, oh, I can, I, I'm baseball. I can throw a baseball a hundred thousand miles per hour. I'm basketball. I can shoot a ball from anywhere on the court. So then, so th- this one being more realistic and that they're all running together, it's hard to, at least for me, to come up with something that's off the top of my head. Is it similar to cross game. Yeah, 
But I also think it might no, be because... No, cross, cross game is... Cross game has so much more emotional resonance and mm. emotional storyline and kind of... No, it's cross, cross cross game is way better than Run With The Wind. Okay. Way better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I also think that this show isn't getting as much like it is used no. because... It also might be because it's focusing on college student college students rather than like the regular high school students. With I really hope that's not the reason. No life ends aesthetic. But I'm just kind of thinking because the the show seems to be very like high Q, but it's not as watched or as popular as high Q. It's, it's it's hard. I, I I guess I would I would I would agree with that. The only thing is that high Q. Obviously, you're playing volleyball games, so it's much more, much more intense. It's like, oh, there's points going one way, points going another way, so it's easier to keep the tension high. For one with the wind, it's harder because you're just running, and I su- against the clock. So, yeah, I suppose. But I'm just kind of thinking. You can also have tensions in like those race scenarios. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Yoshi, Yo Yo Moshi pedal pedal, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess it's, it's essentially it's it's essentially like if the first few episodes of Yao Mushi Pedal were turned into a season where like everyone was sort of trading together, and then in the oh. second season was like, oh, now we're going to have the big race. Is is essentially okay. what's happening? I see, but it's, it, it 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 takes it does take a while, so I don't blame you for not watching it. Okay, <clears throat> yeah, but it is it is I I like it quite a bit, so it's. I know some people, um, I think I was talking with Dill, and he thought the idea is they're trying to compete in a really prestigious event, but they're, most okay. of them are not, profet- are not like, trained, they've never trained in running before. And so one, the one criticism that I have heard, other than it being slow, is that the, um, the goals of the competition are unrealistic, to which I personally say, of course they are. But I'm going to watch it anyways. Bill is also a person who is a humongous basketball fan and also likes Kuroko basketball, so I don't really think <laughs> much stock in that. Well, he also has a from freaking whatever and make it because I'm a god. And okay. I, yeah, so he he's too close to the sport to for it, for the show. Yeah. yeah. All right, Moving so on. now let's um, get to our category our next that was kind of like part three i guess of like the bottom shows and now we're at the mid tier i think this is place 24 up through place 11 so before Mm -hmm. we get to our top 10 um and i'm just what i'm gonna do is there are 14 of these i'm just gonna list them in sets of like four or five and we'll just discuss them and then we'll get to our let's just do a a few because i feel like we have a we have a couple of us that voted for some of these, so let's yeah, let's let's, let's just do a few. A few? That's good. Okay. You mean like what do you mean by a few? Like okay, those let's let let's do Happy Sugar Life and that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Yeah, so you want to do them in sets of two or three? Is what you're saying? Sure. Okay. Sure. sure let's do that. Oh, so okay. we've got that time I got reincarnated as a slime and Happy Sugar Life. Our places um, twenty four and twenty three. Yeah, With OCBI. 13 and 14 votes each. Did you yep, say I voted for slime. Both should be uh-huh. higher. I voted for slime. I love Word. slime. It's a good. I love that show. It's stupid, but I love it. Happy Sugar Life. I didn't vote for, but I was a huge fan of. Mm-hmm. Slime is. Slime is an interesting isekai for about like 
one or two episodes and a couple couple of chapters of manga, and then it just oh okay well then now this is going to be a typical isekai now. Well, it's more it becomes a typical power fantasy. Yes, yeah, but I, I didn't want to say that, but it is. Yeah, but yeah. never stops being fun, so that's why I like it. Yeah. I so see. Kind of it would have gotten more. They they play up the idea that he's a slime, and at first you think oh that's going to be like. You know, then maybe they'll make it so it's kind of difficult for him in the beginning. But honestly, like, even within the first couple of episodes, yeah. I actually tried it because people were talking it up. Even in the first couple of episodes, he becomes just he's so ridiculously overpowered that he's not going to lose to anything. Yeah. And that basically just... Ki- well, it just makes his encounters with the rest of the fantasy world not very interesting. And I generally don't like the fan- the RPG mechanics of the world as well because... I just feel it's lazy, and if I wanted to play a JRPG, I would just do that instead of watching this show. And that's what I really... The... I'm sorry, I don't really watch like any of the Isekai stuff, because I just think it's all real lame. And while I didn't really vote for this in my top ten, I still think it's really fun, despite the fact, like, okay, obviously he's going to win this encounter. Obviously mm-hmm. he's going to make friends with these people. He's going to give them names, and they're going to power up. But mm-hmm. um, the animation's good it's fun to watch the graphic design with like the the sage coming up is just it's just cool and they're getting mm-hmm. to a point where they have banter back and forth and i just find the characters likable and uh, it's fun it's just dumb fun i guess yeah i don't like franks I, I told i totally agree with you because when i started reading this manga again i don't read too many manga i started reading this and the first few chapters are like yeah this is actually pretty cool i sort of I, I can sort of dig what it's going for, and then it just starts being more and more derivative. Be, just just because he's so he he starts out like okay, okay, and then he becomes powerful, and then he becomes uber powerful, and then it's just like uh, what what even is conflict anymore? And that was yeah. mainly my problem with slime. And so it, in the anime, it's probably right now where he's just like he's like a god, but he's not like in, just super ridiculously powerful. But it's not mm-hmm. no. Yeah. I think for me, it's like, well, I don't expect conflict. I just expect, oh, what's going to happen next to our boy Slime? That's about it. Yeah, yeah the especially, it turns slime. into, like, a fantasy. <laughs> it turns into fantasy slice of life, slice of life at that point, basically. But yeah, it's, it's, fun. it's a good time. Yeah, the reason I, I didn't vote for it, the reason I, I do also like it and I'm sticking with it is that it's kind of like an opposite of Overlord, where um the guy there wants to take over the world while this guy is also overpowered, but it's like, no, nah, I just want to make this town, and I want to make this town better. I want everyone to get along, which is actually really refreshing for an isekai. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And, th- and then he builds a harem, and then, well, okay. Ah, I see what he's yeah. doing. It's not yeah. really a harem because he has no genital. Uh-huh. He doesn't have a sex. Right. Okay. Very yeah. good point. Yeah, you're right. I mean... But let's let's think about like most most harems like there's they never do the do right it's always like <laughs> it's it's always in they leave it in the potential and so I really don't think that the actual um, what do you call it like consummation is really part of the harem like tropes so it, mm. he doesn't have to be able to do that for it to not for it to fall under that category of just super harem-y. Though it's if we count second base. War, then then slime is probably the best harem. It's just eating everybody. Hmm. <laughs> But if I had to compare this show to, like, Overlord, which I actually like, I'd say that I feel like Slime is just very monotone in its relationships between the characters, while Overlord, it gives you a larger variety of characters in the world, and the world itself is more interesting. Like, Overlord is not afraid to 
completely shift its focus away from the main character and tell us another interesting story. Like, the second arc, well, the second season was really strong because it had multiple arcs where it was focusing on more of the side characters and their trials and tribulations in dealing with uh, the main overpowered character and how they relate to society and how how their position, well, their relationship with the overpowered MC kind of causes them to interact with the outer world in interesting ways. Yeah, there's a lot of really good world building in Overlord. Yeah, and I just find that slime really just acts that meaty human hook to like, well, that really humanistic feel to it that makes me interested in the characters of the series, whereas slime is just kind of, oh, I'm a really nice guy and I do something cool and I'm going to go on adventures and maybe become king of the pirates. So, what about yeah. Happy any, Sugar Life? Do you have any life, thoughts though? about Happy Sugar Life before we move on? Yeah, yeah, I'd like to say I think Happy Sugar Life is another one of those shows that would have been much bigger if it wasn't stuck on Amazon, because that was a show that was compulsively watchable. It was very interesting. Hmm. Yeah, it looked. I I never saw it, but it looked really like creepy, and I felt like it could have yeah, been one of those. Like if if I watch it, I kind of get the feeling that I, that would have been my impression too, Rick. Where I'm just, I would have been like really, I would have been like, what happens next? It, it was just, very much I, like it's it's very well binged as a show. I just I just after like the fifth person that fell in love with the same little mm-hmm. like little girl, it was like, oh my god, that's the cutest little girl in the world. I'm going to fucking murder people for this little girl. I just was I would I'm I'm out. That that was just that was five too many. Yeah. Five too yeah, many out I of recommend. five. <laughs> yeah. I recommend it. Mm. Alright. So it's def- I, I definitely think it was a polarizing one. Um but our that's next... true. People are either really into it or really not. Yeah. So our our next two shows though are I don't know how this is how this happened, but Killing Bites and um, <laughs> Irozuku: The World in Colors. Practically um, the same show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's the same thing. Um, so Killing mm-hmm. Bites also had someone rate it first place. Um, did anyone hear? Okay, that was that? me. Okay. So that probably no one. That wasn't me. If it was anyone, it was gonna be Rex. So if it's not Rex, I don't know. I'm pretty sure about bed. I'm not gonna say who it was. Say it. But yeah, killing, killing, (laughs) killing bites is 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 so much fun. It's not in my top ten, but it is. It was so much fun. It's killing bites is basically if fate decided, you know what? We're we uh, let's we understand that we're trashy. We're just gonna have a battle royale, but instead of historical figures is going to be animals and that's that's essentially what it is it is it is a lot of fun to watch it, mm-hmm. it is glorious trash that fully embraces its trash soul yes and yeah. they like the fucking best as the best narrator this side of jojo's the narrator oh, yeah. that fucking oh, yeah. kills me every time so is it like a what you said fate is it like a battle royale yes it's yes. a battle royale but every Ooh. single person is an animal rather than a historical figure and I it's just, this it's just okay. oh, kind of interesting. So good. It's, it's so much, a great time. It is so much better than Fate because Fate tries to be like so self-important and self-dramatic. Like, oh my god, uh, what are we gonna do? And all this, oh, what does what does ruling a kingdom mean? And where, whereas Killing Bites is like, I'm telling on oh, you, I'm, I'm a honey badger. What I, my whose claws are going to win this fight? Um, <laughs> she doesn't afraid of anything. Wait, is one they, of them actually a honey badger? 
The main character yeah. is the, the main honey character is a honey oh badger. Honey badger don't give a shit. Oh honey badger don't give a shit. <laughs> and so it's like, oh well, like who? Hey, hey, wreck, wreck. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Yes. Who wins fights in Killing Bites? That would be the one with the sharpest fangs. Oh, you, you, you are correct. <laughs> God, is, I love that is, show. I love is, that show. It was the most fun I had this entire year. It is really, it is really fun. Like if you are just, if you're, if you're just sitting in bed and you just like don't know what to do with yourself, go watch your, go watch some episodes of Killing Bites because it is so stupid but so fun. Oh, it's great. It's like it's like if you go to the the, the movies and you get like salty, buttery popcorn. Oh, the butteriest popcorn! It's terrible for you, but it's so good. Oh, oh my God! The trans fats stuff it in my face. Okay, this metaphor has gone on long enough. Um, but you're 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 Did anyone watch that one? Yeah, I did. It was actually I I'm, it's one of the most beautiful. Be- it's basically one PA works most beautiful shows and. Yeah, they've done it in a really while. Beautiful. Yeah, like the background art is fantastic, and I absolutely love like just how they made how lived in they made the whole world, the whole setting of the show feel. Like just yeah. the magic shop w- was so interesting because it kind of looked like a blend between like a pharmacy and a candy shop, which is a terrible combination when you think about it. But it just looked great. It just took too long for me. Like it, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I, I love it, and I'm going. To, I, I, it was so pretty that I gave it the benefit of the doubt. But after like five or six episodes, and we're still mm-hmm. sitting here at this art club, mm-hmm. and this girl does mm-hmm. not know mm-hmm. how to do magic. Like, what mm-hmm. is happening? Mm-hmm. Why are we? What? What is? This is so slow. And I, I think I dropped it around that point because I just was like, so this. It, yeah. Go ahead. It it reminded me. I don't know, has anyone here? Did anyone here see Just Because from last year? Yes, I did. But just be, just because was moving. Mm-hmm. So he had things, and Irudoku was just like, okay, well, I, this is going to happen. Why isn't it happening already? So I, I don't. Know. I, I felt like um, Irozuku did move. Um, I'm saying that, and right where this is obviously an opinion, but I, I like just watched this. Like I, I actually like watched it yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I, and it, it, so I, I did not vote for it, but I would have voted for it if I had seen it in time for the voting. Um, mm-hmm. and I liked, I don't know where I would have placed it, but it would have been on my list and I liked it a lot. Um, and I, I, I think for me, and so I don't necessarily need shows to be like, it, they can kind of, if they, if they have really good atmosphere, then I'm fine with them treading water for a couple of episodes sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really think, and obviously that's going to be an opinion sort of thing, um, but I really do think that Irozuku um, had a really excellent atmosphere, and then it does it does eventually develop. It's slow moving, but like things do happen, and that was a really big like the the atmosphere is a really big selling point for me. Yeah, does think, it improve and, by the end? So what do you mean by improve? You mean how far do you? I get? don't know. I just I just from what you you're saying. Like it, it just feel it felt so languid for the first half of the show, and you guys, you guys are talking about as if the ending, like, makes up for it, or I don't. It doesn't make up so, for it. Like, the ending, the ending is good. So I want to know, like, how far did ahead. you get? You watched the first six episodes. First five, or I can't remember whether it was five or six. Okay, yes. 
So I would say, um, and I, I can't, I can't guarantee that you would like it if you didn't like the first five or six episodes, obviously. But I, I will say that more things, like the the relationships between the characters, progress in the sense that they, uh, there are like a couple of, there are several, a couple of moments in the last like um, five or so episodes where things do kind of come to a head where like, you know, oh, this person likes this person, but this person likes this person and that it's a, you know, it's a love triangle. And then that ends up causing like an actual serious issue. And that happens a couple of times. Um, And so it it takes a bit to get there, but I actually thought that it was because it took a bit to get there. It made it more, it paid off. Like I was, I, I don't know if you guys even saw when I was talking in the spoiler chat, like last night, I was watching, I think, like, episode 9 or something, and I was, like, kind of, I was like kind of, I was pretty into it, so um, the, it was, like, As long as dramatic. she doesn't romance her own grandfather, like, can we not do that? <laughs> that did not happen. My main oh, issue okay. was the characters just weren't very good. Like, the grandmother character was, like, interesting, and she had issues. She had flaws, basically, and uh, the main girl was all right, but everyone was just so pure and innocent, and they yeah. had, like, nothing wrong with them. It was just so boring watching these characters. And, you know, I, I draw. I'm an artist, so I'm like, oh, I can really resonate with this guy. But, like, he didn't have much of any personality at all, and that's really why I kind of – I watched the whole thing, but I, I just kind of – just glazed over it. The end, though, I do think uh, picked up a bit and got better. Yeah. So who and wins? That's why I can't... It got votes, so okay. Yeah. I mean, and it, it has seventeen points, and I would have voted for it, but I didn't even hadn't even seen it at the time, so I didn't vote for it. So it might have even been higher, potentially. Well, so being I mean, people really, really, it. really, being really, really, really beautifully animated will get you a lot of, of the way there. Mm-hmm. It, it is beautifully animated. It's yeah. probably the most beautifully animated show of the year. No way. Over by the Alright, well I guess I guess we'll talk about other ones. It's it's <laughs> up there though. It's definitely up there. Like I, I would say top five easily. Personally. Uh, did you I'm just curious, did you really like the whole cast of characters? So, um I, I kind of see where you're coming from with um a lot of them being like really pure and I think that that's a valid point. Um but I still I didn't mind I didn't mind them i didn't mm. think they were like incredible i like kohaku a lot her grandmother um and the other characters yes. i all of them i was just kind of like oh they're all right um but i i just i i liked the atmosphere and the drama towards the in the second half was enough that i was like pretty into it so they didn't need to be like incredible characters for it to be like a really good show for me i thought they were good enough mm-hmm. and everything else kind of pulled it over the end i guess but uh, we're we're hanging on and we're on this show a little bit too long, so I'm gonna push this yeah. forward, um, and I'll throw three of them at once this time. So we have cells at work, Asali Asobase, and JoJo's Yay. Bizarre Adventure, Golden Wind. What a tr- three right there! Mm. All three of those spicy, fantastic. I got I got no problem. Aso Aso was the funniest show of the year to me. I I, I might agree with you on that one. I, I think uh, I'd agree I with liked that. it a lot too. Asobi Asobase, you guys? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Why did you guys like this? Because again, this is an this is a show that I, well, I it's talked, comedy, man. So mm-hmm. I, I've talked about this on other podcasts, but for me, when I wa- I watched the first few, ep- I guess it was first two, first two episodes, and it just did not click for me at all. And uh, well, so man, you know, it's com- it's comedy, man. There's nothing more subjective than comedy. Either that's... something is funny or it's not. But to me, it was funny as hell. That's true. That's so true. I, I haven't seen Pop Team Epic. 
I haven't seen Pop Team Epic, but from what I've heard, Pop the reason that a lot of people criticize that is because it's just so non sequitur and it's really like meme and there's not really like any anything beyond that to it. Um but in the case of Asobi Asobase, I think that there is kind of like non sequitur humor, but it's not so non sequitur that it's like completely absurd like Pop Team Epic. Mm-hmm. I think that there's it's the absurd kind of humor that like is really really like it's really good at what it does for being absurd humor. I mean, if that's not your thing, you're not going to like it. But I thought that like for me, I love that kind of stuff and it was like I it was like really funny for me a lot of the times. The series starts yeah. with a bait and switch. Like here's this intro of these sweet girls walking around all just being silly, having a good time. And the show they're just like trashy high school girls like, "Oh yeah, this is what high school girls really like." And it's just uh <laughs> I mean, okay, the thing is that they're probably true. Yeah. So one one kind of example that I can think of, and this I, I like I don't think I've I've maybe never laughed at an anime as loud as I laughed at this one moment. I don't I don't know why. It was literally the last scene of the last episode, but it's it's not really spoilers because they're just kind of like little bits most of the time. Um but it was like they're playing some game where you draw kind of like a thing and then you're like this like soldier attacks your thing and then it's kinda of like imaginary. Um and um, her servant is playing with them, and every time her servant goes, he draws like this blob thing that's got like a weird face and tentacles. And then in the back, and then like it plays like the background sound is like that screaming sound, like ah kind of thing. And every time, and like every time he drew it, he'd just be like, "Don't worry, this negates the other team's thing." And it was like so ridiculous. And I, I just lo- like by the third time he drew it, I was just losing my mind because the delivery was incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the thing about Aso, Aso, Aso base is that it's absurd and it's ridiculous, but the jokes have structure. Like, yeah. it's not like popular yeah. epic. It's like I'm throwing a bunch of stupid shit at you. It's like it builds upon itself. And in fact, one of my favorite things about the show is that this is the joke continuity. Like, yes. her servant shooting lasers out of his ass isn't right. a one-time joke. It's a repeated joke that keeps coming back, and every time it comes back, it's fucking funnier. Yeah, because you don't expect it to come out because it's so absurd and it's like, they do a lot of deadpan delivery too where like with the servant like shooting lasers out of his ass for example they'll just be you know they'll be like oh my oh my gosh like one one of the girls was like oh man i always thought that it came out from like the front not the back and it's just like <laughs> what <laughs> like why would you think that in the first place but it's just it's like stuff like that was like really funny mm-hmm. and something that, that gug said about grand blue way back was that the facial expressions didn't translate to anime but this anime nailed ridiculous <laughs> yeah. facial expressions every time. Mm-hmm. Gotta love this show. It's really hard to do comedy, especially anime, and especially when we don't speak that native language. So in order to get that comedic timing perfectly, I think is really something. Yeah, plus they have their own like cultural references as well that you just won't get if you are an American. Mm-hmm. Or I thought... Um... Part of a different... Yeah, there, there are definitely some cultural references in there. I mean, not to say that I'd necessarily get all of them anyways, but I, I it felt to me like mm. um, most of the humor was pretty approach. Like as someone who um, some who like watches some of these shows without the subtitles, I thought that it seemed like pretty approachable to Western audiences. Yeah. At least yeah, from especially my perspective. Wh- yeah, like some of the jokes really hit the nail on the Western audiences. Like the whole fiasco with the Harry Potter slash fiction was pure gold. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what, what about, about, about cells at work? Yeah, what about cells at work? Show. Sorry to skip over cells at work. How do people feel about oh, that man. one? I love cells at work. 
so good. So dumb, but in, dumb in a different way. Where it's like, hey, we're presenting this educational uh, video for children, but also it's extremely violent and stupid. <clears throat> I mean, I mean that one girl, the, the cells at work girl, she got memed to hell. Holy dessert <laughs> soap, by the way. Platelet. Oh, uh, the platelets, yeah, yeah. All the platelets. Mm-hmm. Holy moly. I, that, when I was looking for an image to display for cells at work, I was like, I'm, I need to look for an image of platelet girl because there's nothing else that's going to resonate more than platelet girl. Yeah, she was cute. And I hope all of the artwork you saw was tasteful and Tasteful and okay. <clears throat> It was, so it, was an, it was an interesting show, right? It was kind of sort of... I learned was, stuff. You, you learn stuff about your own body. I don't know. It was it educational was and entertaining. Yep. Exactly. Edutainment. Love it. I, I and probably also, watch it at some point. The viruses, the people that they got to voice the viruses were usually like well-known voice actors. So it was always cool just seeing these guys like, oh, we're just like throwaway villains for the episode. Mm-hmm. For the B cells to annihilate. Bah. <laughs> do we? Uh, do any of you have anything to say about JoJo's before we it, go? It's good JoJo. I don't know. I mean, because yes, that's exactly what I was gonna say. It's it's more JoJo's. It's awesome. I didn't put it in my top ten, but I did really like it. It's just like I know it's going to get way better from here, so I'm sure yes. you know maybe next yes. year's definitely gonna be up there. Totally with you. I'm totally with you. JoJo's is gonna be awesome. The art got – it keeps getting kind of weird. But, I mean, not in a bad oh. way. It's just weird. I don't know. It does. It's oh, a, it's I, a show, I totally agree with you. The art is getting strange. But, yeah. oh, well. Bizarre even. Any of you guys want to say anything about JoJo's? Or- no? I got uh, All right. Well, Proton, Proton's a little bit away, so I'm going to take over a little bit. Let's, let's talk about Review Starlight and Zombieland Saga. Which were okay. the seventeenth and sixteenth place shows? Yeah, Review Starlight. There... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say that Zombieland Saga was hella fun, especially since fun. it was. Yeah, since it was basically my introduction to idol, idol shows, and it was not overly steeped in the idol culture, which, which actually was pretty nice because it made it a lot really? more approachable for me. Well, at the beginning, like yeah, it barely touched on touched on idols in general when it started, but but later on it did get into idol culture a little bit more, but by then I was already kind of on board to walk me through it. That super surprises me because I always felt like Zombieland Saga... Yes, Zombieland Saga by the end was like neat, like super deep into idol stuff, but in the beginning it was very idol heavy anyway, so... I'm very surprised that you weren't a fan of it in the beginning, and that it's it, then it sucked you in and then kept you. Well, because uh, it was doing it was doing very idle things. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it also did a lot more. It was a lot more grounded in that it did. It didn't feel like it was trying to be an idol show at the very be well at the very beginning, even though it did basically feature a lot of idle stuff. I don't know. It just felt really. It really hooked me with its you. Un- it's unique initial first episode, and then it was just really oh. fun, and and it all also the there, just showed me a bunch of new stuff that I haven't really experienced in anime as well. Like episode two, it had a freaking anime rap battle, which was really well rap animated. Battle, was, yeah, yeah, that was really that was fun. really good. I love that. Yeah. yeah, 
Like, this show just had so many unique and quirky things about it that I just I just had a blast watching it week to week, even though it did so the animation quality did drop off like later on. It, and it does. It, 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 it definitely down. does, especially in the performances, because then they switch to 3D CG and it's just you it's noticeable. It's noticeable <laughs> that they do it. Definitely. Yeah. But they also the show also has a lot of weird stuff to it. Like, it was basically sort of an advertisement for the Saga Prefecture in Japan. And oh, from yeah. the, what I've yeah. seen on Twitter, basically the advertisement yeah, works, cute. like, perfectly. Yeah. Well, it's one of those shows where I think there was one, um, maybe it was, was it this year or last year? I don't remember, but no one watched it. It was about, like, Gunma Prefecture. It's like, you don't even know Gunma was, like, the name of the anime. And it was, like, yeah. it was an advertisement one, but it wasn't really anything but an advertisement and so you don't really hear much about it but like yeah. this was one that was more than an more than just advertising saga like it was it was more subtle sometimes it was really blatant but usually subtle mm-hmm. and there was a whole story going on and i actually think that's the most effective form of advertisement because you get people hooked on the anime not because it's in saga but because it's entertaining and then everyone mm-hmm. wants to go to saga and the locations in the anime because they liked the anime so mm-hmm. I, I still can't go to believe, that chicken place. <laughs> I still can't believe that they got the voice of Sailor Moon, one of the most iconic voices in all of anime, to just grunt and just <laughs> do nothing for an entire anime. She was, oh, she was, the, she was the voice of, of a zombie that just never got her voice back. And like, holy, she doesn't appear in live events either. She just like, like I guess she like she doesn't have to, but like, <laughs> wow. Wow, what a job. Yeah, it's basically, you have your whole, like, general idol archetypes, and then a zombie is in there, and it is also an idol. <laughs> it's yeah. just so silly. Before we move on, did any of you guys watch Starlight besides me? I watched um, it. I, I did not, but um, sell it to me, because honestly, I was planning on trying to start it before this podcast it happened, is, but I never got around to it. It's like Utena meets Love Live, sort of. Ooh, I like that. I like that. I think that show. I think that show suffered mightily for being stuck on high dive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The other, the other kind of small streaming site that isn't it pretty like the newest streaming. Yeah, site they launched around? it. So it was um, it's Sentai Filmworks, and they had gone from Crunchyroll to Amazon for like a year or so, and then they'd had a falling out with Amazon and launched their own service. I think it's only been going uh-huh. for like a few seasons. And now they're on VRV, which is Crunchyroll's yeah. own thing. So Funny how that works in the end. <laughs> Came crawling Re- back. Review uh, Starlight is the shit, and I really wish I stayed with it because – well, I, I I I dropped it. I was dropped because I am not. I'm just not watching as many anime as I am anymore. But it's mm-hmm. review star. It, review Starlight is absolutely. It's on my list that I need to actually uh, keep going through because everything that I watched of, of it was awesome. Holy shit, it was so you, awesome. You didn't yeah. get to the big plot twist then of like why this stuff is going. No, on. I didn't make it. Don't spoil me. I'm actually thinking about watching it like later tonight. So like, not a word. <laughs> I won't spoil oh. it, but I will say that the the draw of the show. It's one of those you don't get these too often. It's one of those shows where it's like the show itself is kind of a play the way it's structured, <sighs> but it's also about a play. But it's also about something else. It's it's got layers. It's pretty cool. Oh my god! It's like an onion. I'm, it's got I'm layers. So hyped for this. Okay. I was 
It, everything mm-hmm. I watched of it was so awesome. It really was. It was. Ah, I, 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 I don't know. I just whatever. All right, she just watch. she just wants to shine. That's all. Oh, damn. <laughs> so moving on though. Um, so we have Wodokoi, Love is Hard for an Otaku, and um, Agretzko. I'll leave it at those two for now. Those are really uh, similar, yeah, like not jokingly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish it's funny how they pair up play. like that. We had mm-hmm. Zombieland in review. The two like, I'm really, idol ones. I'm, I'm really upset that you guys didn't vote more for Agretzko. I, I gave it. I, I need to put that out there because Agretzko, it's it really is about all of us. It really is like, oh, does your does, do you, does your job at work suck? Do yes. your twenties like, in general oh, suck? Holy shit, your job sucks! And then it's just like it's cathartic, <laughs> catharsis. Mm-hmm. Yes, holy also protein. And but also, yeah, the voice work is also really good, and Amazing. all the character drama is really fun. Like, Amazing. Yeah, really like, like all the characters year. have layer. All the characters have layers to yes. them, like. You think you know a character, but once you just like get them in a certain situation, they just reveal a different side to them, and it yeah. just makes the whole show feel so relatable. And mm. you just want to know more about these crazy ogres. I mean, people because mm. ogres have layers. That's the problem with it. Is ogres that have layers. Like onions have layers. Ooh. The problem with it is that it's just Netflix. So if you if you the only way you could actually seek this out was to either. Yeah. Whatever, or or watch it on Netflix, and it is. I would I would highly recommend Proton. I, I doubt you've seen it, Proton. I, I have not. I have not seen it because it is. It is. It is hilarious. It just it hits every single mark of entry level jobs and. She likes metal music, music, right? She mm-hmm. but but that's kind of her catharsis because she leaves. No, that's that's a good thing. I love metal music. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you'll enjoy it then. Yeah, it's fantastic. Agretzko, that that's a show that got lost in the shuffle, and it deserves to be much higher. Yeah, I, I, think, I gave it four. I gave it four points, and I think in any other year it would have placed a lot higher. But 2018 was just so full of like great stuff. It's like it's a really good show, but it's just it's in a really crowded field. So it is. It is. Let's mm-hmm. see. I think I gave it. I'm going to look. Um. Yeah, it was my it was my third place show. Yeah, yeah, I so, okay. it a lot. Just just to yeah. toss that out there, I think that 2019, or if not 2019, then 2020 will be the year in which Netflix anime are no longer like it's no longer like an inconvenience for an anime to be a Netflix one in terms of its popularity. Because I think that in a, a lot of so Netflix with some shows, it's been getting it's been buying the rights to them. And so they're streaming, mm-hmm. but we get them really late. But lately, what ne- what Netflix is doing more and more is just actually like buying and like producing. You know, like they pay bones to make the whole thing, so it's only on Netflix. It's not even on Japanese TV. And I think mm-hmm. that the more as that becomes the main way that Netflix gets its anime, that makes it so that when it goes on, you know, like I think one of the part one of the problems with a lot of these other shows when they're airing weekly on Japanese TV is they end up pirates put them on like you know like yeah. different like illegal sites before they end up on the legal site but when when Netflix becomes the only way to see it and as more and more like big time anime become like Netflix originals like that I think you're going to see a lot more anime fans moving to that and so hopefully 
in the next couple of years, we'll, we won't be saying, oh, man, it's on Netflix, so that kind of hindered its ability. Hopefully it'll mm. be more like, oh, it's on Netflix, and that would be the end of that. Especially considering how Crunchyroll promotes just, like, not quite the best stuff sometimes, and the other stuff that's on Crunchy yeah. just collected because of it. Yeah. Should uh, we? Uh, does anyone have any thoughts about Wotakoi before? I, vo- I voted for Wotakoi, so I'll, I'll speak out on Wotakoi. Did anyone else here vote for it? I liked it, but I voted for it. I did not. I, did, I, I oh watched it and voted for it. Oh my gosh. It's all, all right. on you, Proton. <laughs> it is. Um, I, I, so one, one of the reasons why I was excited for this is because this is another one that I had read the manga for. Believe it or not, Malwis recommended the manga to me. Additionally. Melvin! Yeah. Melvin. <laughs> I think this was a couple of years ago back when he actually watched anime. Um, uh, but this was... Um, I was really excited for it. It's funny because I think Fed made the point that it's not, like, even though it's about adults in a working relationship, it's still, like, it's not one of the shows where you're like, oh my gosh, it's so, like, real to life. But it's still, it's a really, like, good, humorous show about basically you have, like, otaku in the workplace and they have, like, a romance Mm -hmm. going between them. And I I thought it was, it was funny and cute and I enjoyed it for that. Every time they said, oh, but we're otaku and they kind of, like, winked at the camera, I'm like, come on, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mm. I don't really have necessarily a rebuttal to that, but I will say that <laughs> most of the time that they were saying that you know they were like oh we're otaku they were backing up because they were playing video games and like watching mm. anime and stuff pretty much multiple times every episode so it was like there was also a decent amount of showing that they're otaku too so I I feel like that justifies it a little bit. You win. Well done. <laughs> that was so, good. Yeah. All right, but I mean, I can see I'm not... I, I think some people here maybe liked it, but I'm the only one that voted for it, I guess. But other people voted for it because it has 27 points, so I'm not alone here. Man, uh, the people. Yeah. Yeah, there, there, there are others out there. Yeah. And that's actually there are pretty dozens impressive of us. because... <laughs> Yeah, it was also pretty impressive that it got so many votes because it was, it's also an um, Amazon Prime lock show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. I'll have to check yeah. it out sometime. No, it's, I mean, obviously, as Requiem says all the time and has said in this podcast, humor is very subjective. But I do think that it is a humor kind of show that has a generally, like, fairly wide appeal. Um, but moving on to our final three before we get to our top ten. So we have places 11, 12, and 13. So we've got 13 is After the Rain, 12 is Lupin 3 Part 5, and 11 is Golden Kamui. And they were at After the Rain at 31, Lupin had 33 points, and Kamui had 36 points. I'm going to let you all go just so I can George Costanza about After the Rain. Uh, okay. It breaks my heart a little bit that Golden Camway could didn't break the top ten. I agree. It's I was devastated. It <laughs> Golden Camway. It's a great show. Three. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, I, uh, yeah. I, I've Camway. seen so many. I've seen so many goofy like um, <laughs> clips of it on Twitter. It's hilarious. Just like how random it can be, and just the weird scenarios it brings up. Like. The Golden Camry can be weird as fuck. And it can be so damn weird, but it's always endearing. Oh. The problem thing is, like, it's, a lot it's of shows... It's such a unique space. Yeah. 
a lot of shows um, have this premise for like, oh, we're an action show, but we're going to kind of like lighten things up a bit every now and then with a joke. A lot of shonen type stuff does that. Golden Kamui, they break things up like full 180, like what the hell, where did this come from? And yet it still <laughs> maintains the serious pace. Like it, it, I'm actually shocked that it's able to do it so well. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, amazing the show could go from a bunch of naked dudes, you know, being affected by an aphrodisiac. And then the next scene, someone gets shot in the head, and you don't suffer any real whiplash from it because you're just at that point you're already involved. No, I believe that. Yeah, I mean, this girl's yeah. being chased; she's running for her life. Oh, she's spreading this dude's ass cheeks, and there's a little picture of his face in the middle of it. So I want to say too that Golden Kamui has a really unique setting um, because mm. it's it's taking place during Meiji period Japan, actual Meiji um, for the for the record Requiem. Um, okay. And <laughs> it's um it's and it's in Hokkaido, and they have kind of like um, one of the main characters is Ainu, and so they have like it's it and it takes place after the Russo-Japanese War, so they've got a really interesting like time period and setting, and like not only does it exist during in that setting, but like they really play that up, like that's a very important part of the story, the fact that they are where they are when they are, and so I I really enjoyed that part of it too. Yeah, that's one of my favorite parts is the unique setting, like the, the deep dive into a culture that doesn't get any spotlight. Yeah. The, a war that a lot of people in America don't even know happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the food that they eat was just like every episode. It's almost like a cooking show. Cheese tap. Cheese Give me some of that shit. I want some. Get some of that brains. Mm. <sighs> but uh, yeah, I think just everything it does it does super well. Characters, story, the culture, the animation, just everything is just top notch. Yeah, and the Did the opening and ending themes are incredible too. I really like Man on a Mission or Man with a Mission. I forget what it is. And their intro is really awesome in season one. Just all the music in general, though, it's really good. Yeah, yeah. Did any of you guys watch After the Rain, or was that I just me? I watched it. Was you and Mori? I think it was just you and Mori. Boring. I, I, I watched it. I watched it. It was way it. less gross than I thought it was going to be. And Sonic was the voice of the main guy, so that was cool. It was absolutely fantastic. If this is not the best animated show of 2018, I don't know what was. Gee whiz, I can't think of anything, man. Are you the first place? Are you the first place? I can think of 10 other shows that are better. Uh, with, Have I, you seen My Hero Academia? It was really, they really <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, 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 The way he punches just it feels like he's hitting him. I swear to God, After the Rain was really, really fucking good. And it just hit mm-hmm. the NUE in like the just the right portions. It was absolutely fan fucking tastic, and I'm really upset that not more of you watched it. Oh it, it was, was really good. good. It was really I, good. I, I, we all I watched it. That's my the first episode. Really, like when I saw that, I, just, I couldn't stop thinking of an SNL sketch, you know, where it's like, "Meet your second wife, who's like ten years in." Oh, that one, yeah, yeah. Oh, but from what I heard, you know, it, it sounded like it was a lot cleaner than that. It wasn't going to go in that direction. I just, I it it canceled no. my. In retrospect, I, would, I might pick it up again. I might give it a second chance. Since I, a lot please, of people really I, liked I, it. Please, so. I would highly recommend it because it is it is so much better than that. SNL, yeah. SNL is <laughs> fucking garbage to begin with. But this, but that this show, after the rain, it is really, really, really good. I really, I, I didn't give it the first place. It was my third place show. Mm. But I think it, it works. Was, so someone else gave it the first place. Someone else gave it a first place. I gave it third. It was absolutely incredible. It really was. It's especially because it's it's animated so that you. 
it's animated like usually in some of these shows. These almost sh- like Shaft style. This it's Shaft it's Shaft style, but mostly these shows would be like they would they would um, like outright say everything that the person's thinking about. But but that's not what it does in After the Rain. After the Rain, they keep it quiet. You all, you kind of understand yeah. what they're already thinking about at the same time. Mm-hmm. Instead of having a narrator just be like blah 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 blah. blah. No, it's yeah, I, I agree. It's really Rain good. Is awesome, and it should it, it should be in the top ten. I'm very upset that it's not. I think well, it's it also on Amazon, so that kind of hurt it. And then and yeah, that's another thing. It's on Amazon, so no one saw it. <laughs> it is it is incredible. This is uh, weird. Amazon keeps picking up good shows, and yet they can't really. Oh, no. Well, no one wants to yeah. subscribe to them, you know. I mean, unless you have Amazon I Prime do. already. I was on strike. I, I actually watched Strike Fairs my first week. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. Well, I also think. Well, Amazon got a lot of good shows because it was also partnered with the Nomi. Um, it's the, uh, the blog Nomi that's Tommy, no? basically. Yeah. For a while, so that's why they got a lot of good shows, like um, made in a bit. What's Made in Abyss, a Noe Tomini-ish I don't Noe think Tomini it was, show. but I think, I think After the was Rain actually was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, yeah that's I'm, why I'm Amazon got a lot of good shows. It's also really hard to navigate to like their anime section. It's really hard to yeah. navigate yeah, to on, Amazon's after anime the, After the yeah. Rain was Noe Tamina, so you're yep. right. You guys talk about Amazon way too much. We should be talking about the show... Which is like, what does it? Have you said we even know what it's about? It takes the premise of an older dude and a high school girl in a potential romantic relationship. No, it's not. Which is gross on paper. But that was the but premise, right? I'm going to smack you if wait, I can. Wait, wait, let, let him finish. Let him finish. Let him finish. What I was saying is the premise sounded gross on paper. It does. And, it all right. Let him, wait, let him, let him finish. Yeah, unless I can finish sentence, then I won't be able to get the point across. On paper, it sounds like it could be gross, but instead, it's actually more of a shoujo style. But the guy is like the super innocent guy that it just doesn't come across as that at all, and he actually is very likable uh, as the type of character. That's true. It's a, it's a younger girl and an older guy, but it never happens. So don't even worry yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. It's not romantic. It's just friendship, basically. Exactly. And they okay. skirt more, the line, though. They they, they definitely bond, they bond over yeah. the ennui of certain things. All right. Okay. All right. I would highly recommend it. Before we get to number ten, Proton. Yeah, you want to talk about Lupin, dude? Does anyone want to talk about Lupin? No. Sorry, I don't think no. anyone <laughs> one of us watched. Sorry, Lupin. I'm going oh, to watch it someday. I, I, I haven't seen it. <laughs> Lupin is really great. Like, if I had to describe it, it's like the Japanese James Bond, but it's a lot more goofy and it's a, really fun. It's it, it is also fun. Ha- yeah, like it has a. Like, it has all these different crazy premises that are just executed so well and in such such interesting ways that it's just hard not to follow. Like, the first arc is basically a jailbreak. It's kind of a jailbreak arc, and then they try to, like... And then um, they basically do one of the most... You are not selling this in a way (laughs) that I would want to watch this. Well, essentially... (laughs) <laughs> it plays with um, Lupin um, plays with modern technology in such interesting ways that haven't really been done in modern anime. Like they essentially, they essentially uh, uh, use the ed- like like they use live they use live streaming 
essentially play with the concept of live streaming in um, in the show, and then they basically find a way to essentially turn live streaming into basically um, a hit, like a hit jo- uh, hitman tournament where they're trying to kill the target, and Lupin is basically the target of all these different hitmen, and then. The anime just plays around with that concept and how Lupin can basically game that system into benefiting himself and screwing over the people who put the hit on him. And goddamn, it was just so fun to watch Lupin just use the internet to his own gain. The internet in such clever ways for his own gain. Yeah. I haven't actually seen Lupin, um, but I always hear good things about it from everyone, so... Yeah, like part five is probably one of the most approachable in the se- in the series, and it's also really good. So, if you have time, I would really check. I would highly recommend you check it out, though. Right. It is you have to start fairly from, long. You have so to start from season one to really get it. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. Basically, let's... every every new Lupin part is basically kind of its own own universe. It's own kind of like story. yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's basically each part is like a Final Fantasy game, <laughs> in that it it's basically <laughs> oh, uh, completely new. Oh, it's no. a completely universe, huh. but with shared themes and characters. Yeah. So okay. let's um, move on though to our top. Now we're 10. now we're in the top ten. Yeah. So by I, I way, want to mention, ten. by the way, everyone that top so for ten, people who are listening ten. to the podcast, out of the six of us. Um, in the podcast right now, Gugsy and I are the only ones that yep. know what our top ten are. So everyone else has no idea what they're about to hear. Um, they probably have some ideas of what shows are in the top ten, um, but they don't know what order they're in, and they also aren't 100% certain if they're in the top ten. I so, prepared my size and gasps. Without further ado... Oh, you tell me I, how I'm going to control paste them in. Should yeah. we do like a drum roll? Or? Let's begin with number ten. Which has 42 points, and it is Dragon Pilot that he selected <gasps> in Masotan. Oh, oh, thank God. Should be high. <laughs> oh, thank God. Uh, and that's a Netflix one, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Netflix. It is yeah. fucking great. Uh, it no, it's is not. great. No, it's not. It so yes, good. it is. It's great. I don't know what you're talking about. Man, you're out of your mind, man. That is a great show. <sighs> Dragon Dragon Pilot is one of the most just lovingly animated shows of 2018. Mm -hmm. They they went so far above and beyond on what Dragon Maid needed. It was just it was fan fucking tastic. The background real canvases. Does it? I don't give a shit about the backgrounds. If the if the actual I loved I I loved how it sounded. I loved all the characters. Has two of my favorite characters of the year in there. Yes. So, Holy what's shit. it about, though? Could someone tell me? I, I'm just curious. I, I, I'm thinking about seeing it. The ED <laughs> was sung in French. I'm, I'm in. The <laughs> ending was the best ending of the year by far. No, it was not. No, it was not. Right. One of the best. What? Well, we're gonna have to fight about this. It's so dumb. I love it. The way they're all singing and dancing, like real awkwardly. Oh, you mean the actual? You mean the the ending title thing? Oh, the... sorry. I meant the, yeah, the ending music. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the ending. Good, the ending. The, the actual ending is bad. Yeah, the actual, yeah, the actual ending itself. The you actual story you guys. All right. Okay. okay, Proton, the show is essentially about Japan uh, Air Self-Defense Force uh, girls who partner with dragons who look like airplanes. Yeah, they, oh, no, they dress like airplanes. Yeah. 
Yeah, they, they dress like airplanes. Huh. The right. dragons dress like airplanes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so that, so that the public doesn't notice this dragon and flying they, around. They, so they, that they don't notice that they're actually they're actually dragons instead of airplanes. Yes. Some it suspension of disbelief is required. In order uh, to get inside the cockpit, they have to be eaten. That's my favorite part. It is. It is great. Right. I, I, it's, this is I the worst right now. ever possible. But holy shit, it is so much fun. It really is. Uh, it's it's mm-hmm. a great show. It really is. It's, it's, it's a, a fun great show. I think the voice acting Part is really is what like does the it for main, me. The main girl has so much anxiety; like she doesn't deserve it, and so she actually she has to work up to it. And then, like, oh my god, like I, it's it's so great. It really is very good. Okay, but Gugsy, uh, what exactly is the a show about, or what's the main conflict? Is it kind of like a slice of life, or what are they trying to like? Solve? No, there's some. Like, apparently, well, the, like, this this is the weak point of mm-hmm. Dragon Pie is that there's something happening, and so they have to do this. But the main the main part of the show is that you they the girls need to join with the dragon so that they be, so that they can become fighter pilots and do the thing that needs to happen by the end of end of the okay. show. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to spoil anymore. It's just unfortunate okay. that the thing is a kind of a wet fart. Oh. Yeah, the, the thing sorry, yes. There's a story that's driving the point of why they have to be yes. dragon pilots. But the point exactly. of the show is really the characters bonding with each other and the dragons and that part mm. is fucking it's, great. The other yeah, dragon pies, especially, are all great. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. <laughs> hmm. All right. Well, I think. Um. I well, I want to see Starlight review more, but I made this is the other Starlight one that I review. Trying yes. Out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I am way in for that. Okay. All right. So, so let's move to our number nine drum roll, please. It is Planet With. Oh, I four votes. Excuse me, I have to go oh. vomit for ten minutes. We're right back. Mm. I'm gonna sit. I sit this one out. Damn. So who, Damn. Damn. Who, Should who, be higher. Should be so much higher. Should be higher at zero. Why right? is it higher? I don't know. I think it's in a pretty good spot, but yeah, yeah. Well, but go, essentially, guys. why? What would talk about? Yeah, but essentially, Planet With is kind of. It's about. A team of superpowered people trying to fight off an alien invasion, and the main character is part of the in- well, is basically part of a third faction who's kind of trying to create peace between the invading faction of uh, the invading aliens and the super the superhero team that's trying to prevent the invasion. And what is so great about this show is that it is. Really damn quirky and mm-hmm. really fun to watch, like see all the different stuff happen. But it's also a very emotional and character-driven story, which yes, is yeah. so fun to experience. It's just great to experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and also it. This was like my second highest show. This got nine points from me. I will say that right out. Um, and all that is true. The character designs are really. Great. I think he actually has the same character designer as um that oh the fucking what's the show it's called? Spirit Circle or um Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. It was that or the manga. Yeah, but it was also the character designer from the Scott from the same people who worked on um that show where like all dirty jokes are banned or whatever. Um Shimonetta. Oh Shimonetta. Yeah, I think it was that. 
it's got that really good character design. It's really, really, really well written characters where everyone it's got like a dozen or so characters, but they're all have their own backstories, they all have their own motivations, they're all written very well. They all have their own emotion. And the best probably the possibly the best thing about it is that the pacing on it is incredible because it does in twelve episodes one core what show what some shows attempt to do in like fifty. It somehow cramps like, you know, three or four seasons worth of material in just one mm-hmm. season. Yeah, and like it does it, it amazingly well. Yeah, like I, it does basically the entire arc of Gurren Lagan in half the time, which yeah. is both to its benefit and its detriment in some places. I feel yeah. like the pacing was just way too fast, and they just kept jumping all over the place. And when you say that it's really a character-driven story, that's good if the characters are like good. I mean, if you liked them, fine. But I really just didn't care for the main character at all, and the uh, the the. Power Ranger type characters who had their mechs. I'm like, we should focus more on them, and they didn't really get enough time to shine. Yeah, for me, um, I had only seen the first couple of episodes, but I was turned off. So one, it was like really loopy, especially in the first episode because they kind of just throw you. Oh, definitely. And then the other thing is, is I had the same the same criticism that Hybrid had, which is that you know, like he defeats one of the characters, and I'm like, I don't care who this guy is, like. I thought mm-hmm. the premise is really interesting, but it definitely, I mean, I didn't see the whole thing, so I can't speak for the whole show, but definitely mm-hmm. in the first couple of episodes, I'm like, I, like this person's been defeated and it's, it's, it feels like the show wants it to be an emotional, an emotional moment, but I just, I am not invested at all because I don't even know well, who this person is. You, you say that, but the thing about all these characters that are superhero team eventually go down, the thing is that they all stick around in the show, they aren't just, you know, one-and-done kind of deals. They actually, you know, come back up in, like, next few episodes, and you actually still get to learn about them and, like, you know, what they've gone through. It's not like, you know, a Monster of the Week thing. It's like, you know, these are all actually people. They all do yeah. come back at the end, actually. So if yeah. if you can – I would recommend try to get, like, a nerd shot, like, keep on going because mm-hmm. if it doesn't get you by, like, halfway through, then I can get that. But mm-hmm. I would try to, like, give it two or three or more episodes because it's just – I really, yeah. it's, I really like the show, if you can't tell. Mm-hmm. No, I think that that's fair, because at, at this point in time, I think anything that's in this top ten list, after mm-hmm. polling, mm-hmm. like, I, I respect all your guys' opinions, and when so many people, right, that of whose opinions I respect have voted for a show, and it's, yeah. like, this, this high, at a certain point, it's like, okay, it's probably doing something right, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, yeah. I, I'm not sure if I ever will get around to it, but, I mean, if I have mm-hmm. the time, it's something I'll definitely consider. Yeah, like right. if I understand that it's very difficult for many people to actually get in the, get into this show because it does drop you in in Medias Res and the main character has amnesia, so you're basically trying to parse through all of the different concepts that the show is throwing at you, and it throws a ton of stuff at you at oh, the yeah. first episode. Yeah, but if you can like slow de- like just try to parse your way through all the details in the. Fr- in the first episode, and then watch mm-hmm. a couple more episodes. It'll all be explained in clear detail what is going yeah. on and why you should care. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's so one of those things where I, I keep sw- I keep swearing to myself I'm going to watch it at some point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Please. Yeah. Shall we move to the next show? Yeah, yeah, that's what yes. I was about to say. Um, so for number eight, eighth place, we have Megalobox at fifty four points. Ah. Mm-hmm. So no, I can T-grip. It's I mean eighth place eighth place is still pretty high, I'd say. That's close to where I put it on mine. I know. Yeah. It's somewhere yeah, it's similar to where mm. it's also around that area on my list as well. 
I'm an yeah, animation whore, and I love it. Hippo, so I was immediately drawn into it. Just like oh, boxing yeah. anime, yes. Um, up res, then down res to look like it was from the 70s, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the cars are hand-drawn, are you kidding me? You're wasting There's all that money. There's no 3D in this. I, like, yeah. when I rewatched wow, it, I went, oh, even everything in this, this is what anime from like 20 years ago looked like, and I just fell in love with just the aesthetic. I feel and, like this is yet another show this season, which was or this year, which was so good, and it just kind of fell off towards the end. Not as hard as say Dragon Pilot, but the end was kind of iffy. But for the most part, it was cool. Like he's rising the ranks as a boxer. It was mm-hmm. just really cool watching mm-hmm. his story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, and, I the, think, and the, the ending, soundtrack too. The entire show was fantastic. Like mm-hmm. I really need to like go out and buy the like the soundtrack for the show. That's so great. The best soundtrack, soundtrack good, best yeah. soundtrack of the year. I will accept no argument. It has the <laughs> best soundtrack of the year. So many hot takes. So many wrong. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Nothing can good. really beat the soundtrack of like My Hero Academia because they just in every oh battle, God. in every battle scene, you know, you know what I'm saying? Hybrid. Like it was. It just. It really you, felt like you were there, in. right? Yeah. Like you were punching like them in the face. You like you were eating the hair. I could taste the hair. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It was incredible. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Yeah. So number seven, number seven is SSSS Gridman at sixty-five Woo-hoo! points. Woo-hoo! And Wait, it's a pretty big jump. It's eleven yeah. points more than Megalobox, so it's wow. a pretty substantial mm. jump. It's eleven points better. <laughs> I would say uh, it's more like see... nine points better, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'd say like maybe like ten point five six, you yep. know. Mm-hmm. Gridman, yeah. redeemed trigger for for Frank's like yeah. It's like it went from Frank to like oh wait we we can still make a group amazing show. Mm-hmm. Okay, well yeah. we make a mecha anime, but doesn't go full on Eva. Just you know, partly Eva with a touch of Digimon Tamers. Let me just try that, and well, you know, it actually works out amazingly. <sighs> Yeah, like, it had such a great atmosphere to the entire show. Yeah. Just, I love the entire mystery and just the sense of unease that it instilled in, well, it basically instilled upon me. Like, so, episode, like some of the episodes just did such a great job of just getting in your head and making you feel so uneasy, just like how some of the characters feel in the show. And... God dang, the action scenes were also just hype-inducing, even though they 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 liberally referenced old, like, Sentai shows. So, for me... That was um, part of the point, though. I, I actually yeah. felt, and I, I felt like the action sequences were kind of a low of the show for me, personally. Really? In the um, beginning, I think they started off... I mean, weird man, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with Proton. Yeah, I, I, I just think that they were – so first off, I mean, to a certain – and this I think this is maybe the genre a little bit, is that the – what you call the rules of the game are not really very well defined at any point in the show. Um, it's kind not of really. just going – it's kind of just going to be like, oh, we're losing, but then bam, magical ability, you know. And I mean that, that's a classic like shonen kind of thing too to a certain extent. Um, and the other point is that I felt like – I, and I agree with Pizza, by the way. I thought the atmosphere was incredible. And I did vote for this show. This mm-hmm. is one of my favorite shows. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I did think that a lot of the action sequences, outside of my previous complaint, I just also thought a lot of times they were short and not very hype-inducing. I felt like the they would build up to it and it would be really exciting. And then the actual scene itself, 
like the climax was more almost like before or after the fight scene as opposed to the actual fighting itself because it was usually like not <laughs> at least for me it never was particularly engaging and part of it was because sometimes they were really short and part of it oh, was okay. because of my previous complaint that the rules were not very well defined so it just felt like but anything. but 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 grid man all right but what uh, <laughs> Grim badges. I love how it looks. I love how it, love how it sounds. It gave us one of the best villains in anime in, in recent years. Yeah, I like, I like the action scene. I love the action scenes because they're a very classic Sentai kind of show. I love the 10 million references to other mecha and, and action shows that are hidden everywhere. Mm hmm. I think yeah, the strongest just... thing was just the world building. It's right why the action wasn't just like, oh my god, I love these actions. Because, all right, get past the action. I want to know what the hell's going on in this. And that was what yeah. kept me going the whole time. Yeah. And plus the whole you relationship. You wanted to know what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the whole relationship between uh, the ma- the main heroes and the villains were just so interesting. Especially since the villain basically played, like interacted with the heroes on so many different levels. It's yeah. just you kind of want to unravel what, what happened between uh, these these groups of characters and what exactly is their relationship and and it just ex- executed and executing upon those relationships so well especially at mm-hmm. the end yeah and on that note i actually also wanted to add on, to- on like the subject of characters that the voice acting in that one was really good i was a really big fan. natural yeah oh mm-hmm. definitely especially it was like, boy, like more natural really well. yeah <clears throat> like akane's voice actress i thought she did like a stellar job yeah like, what was the the main female like protagonist? What was her name? Ray. Uh, Rika. Rika. Yeah, she yeah. Had, she had a more a very natural way of speaking, whereas Akane was totally different. She was just over the yeah. top exaggerated. Yeah. It was a great dynamic between them as friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Akane was a really good. Yeah, she was super good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was definitely yeah. selling points for me. It's one Definitely. of the most complete shows in a long time. Like, it's kind of a masterpiece. I think it was yeah. good because it was so focused. Like, you were talking about Planet With was, you know, they give mm-hmm. you so much, and some people appreciate it, and some people think it's too much. Whereas Gridman is just very focused. Like, even the main character, you don't really care too much about him. He's, like, not really much personality to him. But it's, the world is really what it's focused on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, moving, on, <laughs> moving on to sixth place... We have Devilman Crybaby at 72 points. Yeah. Yeah. This is actually lower than I thought it would be, honestly. And I (laughs) I actually have not seen this one. Um, This one is, once again, it was a Netflix show, but it was also when I, it came out when I was living in Nagoya and my Wi-Fi was just so bad that I just like, mm-hmm. could I just, I was like, I can't, I can't deal with this. So I never got around well, to it. If I, if I could hit all of you, I would. What? If you could hit all of us, <laughs> <you're> <laughs> down. I because you don't have Devilman Cryberry high enough. That's what. what, what wait, what did I you put my third uh-huh. choice, man? I, <laughs> I couldn't put it low enough. Like I wish I could put it negative one hundred. Negative one hundred. Holy shit! Please elaborate. Yeah, go on. That, yeah. Well, go on, Requiem. It's hard for me to be. It's hard for me to be completely fair on this show because I didn't finish it because I couldn't. Uh. Um. But uh-huh. it, it, it comes down to, it comes down to that classic argument about whether a show is bad 
and whether you just don't like a show. And this show has a very specific artistic way and statement from it. It's very much an expression of its creator. And I don't like it. I can't, I can't stand how it looks. I can't stand how it sounds. So I couldn't watch it past like episode three. I was like, I fucking hate this. I can't watch it. But I understand why so many people like it. Like, I get it. It's well crafted in its own way. I just can't fucking stand it. I'm going to like, like, well craft it. I'm going to fucking anime into your dreams into oblivion. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, uh, dream, uh, whatever. I'll, you, I'll find you. I'll find you and I'll, <laughs> I'll smash it into your eyeballs into the rest of time. See, I love how wow. Requiem and Gugsy have actually been on the same side for 99% of this. And then we get to the one show that they disagree on, and Gugsy is already ready to rip Requiem's throat out. <laughs> this, is, this is what happens when you side with Gugsy too much, Requiem. He's not loyal to you, okay? Let's be real. I would fucking rip the throat out of any of you, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Um, but um, getting yeah. back to the merits of the show, just, um, I love the loose style of animation that this show has. It's just so fun. It just looks really well in motion and it create, it allows to it basically better expresses, it shows the emotions of the characters extremely well in action and it's also just a blast to see all the crazy and trippy shit that this show show. Well, what the, what this show actually showed me, and I just loved it because of how crazy it looked. Hmm. So, so the yeah, that, that was my problem. My problem is how crazy it looked. To me, it looked like some flash shit from Newgrounds in two thousand one. <laughs> Oh my god. I swear oh, to god. damn. I'm going, to, I'm going to fucking find you and I'm going to fucking demolish you. I'm sorry. I tried to get behind it. And I get to other well, people and look, and look great. I get to other people they go, oh, this is great. I'm like, that's great. I'm glad other people enjoyed it. I couldn't do it. Uh, other than the not, I just want to say so I just want to say Gutsy about Can I ask you a question? Did you, did you not like End of Evangelion? I never watched End of Evangelion. Nah, well, yeah, all right. <laughs> I, I just want to say, Gugsy, that Neon Genesis Evangelion, and I wanted to fucking shoot myself. So I never bothered with oh, the rest of it. Oh yeah, well, that's Whoa. right. Technically, that's what they were going for. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm audio. I just wanted to say, Gugsy, that um, Requiem said that he's happy that people liked it, liked it, but I think he's lying. I think he's actually mad that you liked it. <laughs> no, I like when people like the show. That's I never enjoy. I never begrudge yeah. people enjoying a show. All right, so Gugsy, why did you like this show then? Let me let me hear from the man himself. That would mean Crybaby. Gavin yeah. Crybaby was like the holy shit of all of these different shows that are the like apocalypse. This was like the one that actually went above and beyond. It was what anime Masaki Yuasa. Holy shit! What a, what what a performance by him, by the way. Masaki Yuasa and his and the animation and the storyline about the dev- devils have already been in the U.S. in in the United States uh, in the Earth. It is crazy. It is awesome. <laughs> I love mm-hmm. it. And it yeah. is animated beautifully. And you know what? Boom. You know, yeah. I, I've got to say, Gugsy, that I'm I'm surprised Ladies that you like Devil Man Cry Baby all up in this shit. Let's go. Best so, anime. Gugsy, 
I just had time. to say that I, I'm really surprised that you like Devilman Crybaby and not My Hero Academia. Like, that just really throws me for a loop that you have They're such a different the view show, between those two. Yeah. I, will argue, I will argue about My, My Hero Academia, but not in this podcast. So let's... Yeah. let's oh, but before we move on, just wanted to get on. Just want to say that the rapping and the music in Devilman Crybaby was fantastic. I need to see more rapping in my animes because it's actually really fun and really cool. Yeah, rapping really in cool. Megalobox. Yeah, that's why we need more rapping. Exactly. <laughs> that's an eight yeah. so, more rapping in anime. Yeah, and then um, the voice a- the voice acting the voice acting of the show was fantastic, and the drama and all just all the tragedy in the show was sold incredibly well. But moving on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, moving on, we are now at our Let's top go to the top five. Yeah. And so here's here's something crazy, guys. And I'm gonna say one of them first. We actually have a tie for fourth place, believe it or not. Tie. Yeah. Ooh, and so our food. first and at seventy seven points, our first show that is tied for fourth place is I, I'm um, I'm, gonna po- I'm gonna post both of them. Is that okay? All right. No, 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 Gugsy. No, I'm, I'm giving them one at a time. I'm going to give them the All first right, one, one that you gave. One so we have we have Yuru Camp, Laid Back Camp, is our first one tied oh. for fourth. What? So it did, oh, yeah, what? It, did, it did not Whoa, get first wow. place. Whoa, okay. <laughs> I oh was shocked, God. too. Damn. And it, wait, Gugsy, is that the one, is that, the one that got four first? Damn. Somebody's so, gonna pay for that. I, I just oh, want to say okay. that this this show had wait, wait, four wait. first places. Proton, say it yeah. again for everyone because I feel like it got. Yeah. So I this show had four first places, but it only got fourth place. Yeah. It had like Damn. there were only two shows that had four people that rated them number one, and this one actually managed to not even get top three, even though so many people gave it number one. So it, it had a really high score. But that just goes to show you how competitive our top three It wasn't were. enough! It wasn't no. enough! Yes! <laughs> so they, they apparently were infested with Philistines. Uh. Yeah, I watch it. Why is this show good? This, oh my god, it's it's the best Slice of Life show I've seen in years. It's Every character is so great. This show mm-hmm. has 10 million little moments where you're like, that's fucking great! It's just, oh god, it's the most chill show I've ever watched. Like, I felt better about my day every time I finished an episode. It, I, here's what I'd say. I did, by the way, I did not vote for this show. Um, Fuck but yeah. I, I, I liked I'm it. I liked it. I liked it, but I did not vote for it, okay? Um, and I agree with all of the compliments that people had for it. Um, for me, so why did it not make my top ten? Um, that's mostly because I thought it was very effective, but... I, it, it was like the one, all the shows. So I actually didn't even give Gugsy ten shows. I only gave him the shows that I was like really, really into when I was watching them. So shows mm-hmm. that I thought were like really, really competent in everything, but didn't make me like crazy, like hype for them or whatever. Or I guess mm-hmm. like real, like mm-hmm. a hardcore fan. I did not even give as is, one of my I, potential I don't top give a tens. Shit. I just was when I, I when I asked for everyone, I just said give me top ten, and then I went one to ten. So, Proton, you were like, ha, 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 I'm going to give you eight. Okay, well, I'm going to take your eight, and then we're going to put in this algorithm and go. I actually mm. gave you – I think I gave you six, right? Six? Oh, well, I don't even know. Oh, six. Dude. Yeah. Um, but late, laid back camp, I mean, it, it was good, and I thought it was very effective. But it's also – 
it's it's not something that's going to appeal to everyone because it's re- it's laid back like it's really mm. laid back mm. like that is mm-hmm. and so if you like that and I actually think hybrid I think you would probably like this show so but, I like I like Mitsuboshi Colors is it similar to that um it I have no idea that that yes yes right. I didn't love yes. it I just yes. I thought it was okay uh, it's just it's such a good time you know all the those characters that you want to spend more time with. Rin and, and Nadeshko or Nashika, I never Rin, prefer to figure out how to Rin is my fucking spirit animal. Like I've never seen an anime character that was more like me. Misuboshi Colors is fantastic too. Mm. Oh. Not to mention that Eurocap has like one of my favorite OPs of the season. Yeah, the OP is pretty good. Shiny days. <clears throat> to me, uh, I put it number two on my list. It was good. my second. It's know, catchy. It's it catchy. So you put it number one in all of you. Higher up there. Maybe I should have. I should have given number one. I yeah. I was I was confident that this show would make it on its own. I no, guess I was wrong. You were wrong. Very wrong. Um, yeah, well, but it turned out right. that it tied for fourth place with Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. Awesome. Uh, uh, Your readership harder than I thought. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. I like Bunny Girl, too. So. Bunny Girl's a great yeah. show. Bunny Girl's good. great. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Good. It's a good romance. It just because it doesn't, it doesn't do this like the other thing. It, it lets the romance progress, and other things come in, and then it affects it. But they're still kind of going. It's the regular it romance. Right? Romance. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm the only one here who didn't really like the show. Uh, Rasp, no, the show. And oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, right, I don't feel terrible. Yeah. I just don't feel terribly strong about it. I just think um, the I just felt the structure of the show wasn't terribly interesting. The animation itself wasn't didn't really hook me in any interesting ways, and yeah, um, it just didn't really hook me. And I just didn't feel like it had, because I just wasn't interested enough. Yeah. And as a as a plug to for our full thoughts on Rascal does not dream of Bunny Senpai, please check out podcast season three episode six where we discuss it for like <laughs> at least 15 minutes so yeah, we should only link to like all the it's good we talk it about. good i will i will say i will step out here and say it's good and i will defend it Never are you sure Gugsy? i'm not sure you want to step out like that you're really putting yourself oh, in the fire zone no, I agree. Yeah, it was I, I gave it number two it was not my number one um but it was my number two i was really into it um, Should we give uh, so I'm gonna do number three right now. Ready? You wanna? Oh, okay. I mean, are we done with Bunny Girl? Everyone? Are you sure? Yeah. Just like, have, yeah. No. Right, yeah. Really? Number three is Violet Evergarden <laughs> at seventy-eight <laughs> points. It had one more this point is, than our other. <laughs> than our tie this is my number one with a bullet. Nothing. Well, even I'm sorry. What was <laughs> here? I, I couldn't hear that. What was number three? Violet, Violet Evergarden. Evergarden. Oh, okay. Uh, and it, it had it had much that? like um, laid back camp. It also had four firsts. So those two were the uh, two that had the most people that gave it their number one. It only it won by one first. point. <laughs> you know what? It had one first, and that first was an anime made me first what? time ever. For me, oh, yeah. made you for, me for me, the problem with Violet Evergarden, it had it 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 did have it, it had so mm. many episodes where it was ten out of ten. And then they had some other episodes where it just was like, eh, this is okay, no. So, like, so when I'm sitting here, I'm like, um, 
No, uh, you know what? Violet Evergarden, it did not, it did not give it to me. Yeah, yeah, I honestly, I, I liked Evergarden, but I, I, didn't, I, I didn't vote for it either. Um, I thought the animation was yeah, incredible. It was, an, and that might be part of why Hybrid likes it so much as the art guy, because uh, hey. it, it, it had the best, an, it had the best animation. Like no one's gonna argue. Yeah, with that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, All right. I want to go back to the idea of a show having so many tens and then a few shows that were eh, so I didn't vote for it. I don't know if that means anything at all. Mm. What was that? No, I'm no. <laughs> all right, uh, uh, so I, you're. Uh, I'm going to say it. Just the rest of the show was just not good. Let's, I'm just going to put it out there. That's it, had, it had some. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna you're gonna have to be more specific. You got to be more specific, Gugsy. That's what was not stuff. good about it. That's what I'm actually waiting for. The rest Can of the I? stories were just not there. I don't know. I just never, I never resonated. The, the only one that I really resonated is the one that I think that most of us will, is that the one with the letters that the, that she wrote. Yes. I think I really resonated with that. And it's a fantastic episode. But the rest of it. I but you see. wouldn't have liked that episode if you didn't like what came before it, because you wouldn't have cared about Violet's progression as a character. But, I, but because <laughs> I'd seen it, and so I'd seen it, and because, I, oh, wow, this is a fantastic episode, it sort of said that the rest of the ones that came before it and the ones that came after it that didn't meet the same, that me, didn't meet I mean, the same threshold, none of those were at the same sort of level. So I'm I pretty sure there were only two after that. So it's not it's a... only two, and yeah. even the two. Like, look, it's ending, and the ending. Look, I know we already know that the ending ones of that show. No, we still got an OVA coming. I mean, that's that's that sounds like an opinion to me, Gugsy. I'm not gonna lie. That's fine, right. but I'm 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 one opinion. I'm one opinion. I'm like not. I, I got some news for you, buddy. This is this, this is number three out of 64 mm-hmm. shows that had votes. This is the number three show. Yeah. All 64 shows that aired last year, there were only 64. <laughs> yeah, only 64 I, shows, I, nothing else. Yeah, let's listen to my mind. I'm out. What are you going to say, T-Grip? Can, can I say why I don't like Violet Evergarden? Like, only if I, I can I, say I'll, why. I'll permit it. I'll permit it. Go on. So this show, I think for me, is like what kills like my love affair with Kyoane because, you know, after oh, – God. Wow. I, I think honestly, their wow. animation—it's it, like you know, like when you see something that's like that looks good, but it like looks good all the time. You kind of start seeing, okay, where's it like start to like look the same? Basically, that for yeah. me is like this is a show that for me is like, oh wow, Kyoane only does like one kind of animation style. It's like all the characters just kind of start looking the same. It's like they all have like the same expression all the time, almost. The eyes all look the same. It's like they all—they've kind of like nailed down an art style, but then they can only do that art style so it's like okay it no longer looks amazing to me it just looks fine and also the writing in it it just doesn't it doesn't go anywhere like to me violet it's like okay she's a girl like you know who's been through war who has very little emotion i've seen that a lot different please Uh, i'm gonna give i'm gonna give hybrid a second to comment on the the art then on that Uh, part of your um i feel like i mean I mean, the nicest way possible. I can't disagree. The way you say that they have a, their own style, it's one hundred percent. It's like 
very approachable, nice feeling. Like it's not edgy. Mm-hmm. It's not like Devil May Cry Baby. Like oh my god, stop! Get this away from my eyes. It's like really happy, colorful. And here I'm like every episode I'm counting the number of strands that they animated on her fucking forehead. Like why would you do that? No one's looking at that but me, and they did that for me. But it's not just the animation that I love about the show. It's the way that they have their characters gesture. The way they have their hands move, like the wrinkles in the fingers that show the way their hands are moving, it, it makes you mm-hmm. feel like this is a real person. Mm-hmm. And I know that Violet as a trope is very overdone. Like we can just talk about yeah. so many different shows that have like, oh, this is mm-hmm. a emotionless character, emotionless girl, even more so. Mm-hmm. That's like, oh, we're gonna watch her grow into her emotion. But here it felt so natural, and I think I just really like Violet's uh, voice actress as well. Just, um, one other thing, um, oh, I lost my train of thought. Um, but when she has that moment where, like, every episode, like, oh, well, she had this really emotional thing. Clearly, she's going to hit her hard. Nope, nothing. When she finally has that moment where she smiles and she tears up, like, holy shit. I could not believe it. And then Yeah, the- but I, I see that coming from, like, a mile away, though. I know what they're building up to. And by the time it finally does hit, I'm like, okay, finally, let's move the fuck on. Please, see, let's let's do something. It's I've not seen really- that before. I've seen that art before. Yeah. But it's done so, so much better than it's ever been done before. And when you I, talk about a style where it's like, oh, man, everyone just looks the same. Have you watched an anime before? I'm drawing these characters right now as we speak. Have you like, watched an anime before, <laughs> my friend? Have you? Have you? They all have the same facial structure. And in Violet Evergarden, they have more detail in their faces, so the emotion no, is I, I, think, better. I think it's actually part of my problem with it is that they, they draw these faces that look so good, but when you actually see the faces move, it's like they actually don't show like that much emotion. Like um, Konosuba, for instance, its animation is like on a tenth of budget, but their faces are just so much, they have just so much more expression with them because it's they're the, allowed to like be imperfect. You can just, They can do just so much more because they aren't like just, they aren't like with Kyo Annie where it's like the anime looks so good. It's like, okay, it looks great, but then you can't really make it move because if you make it move, then it won't look as good, honestly, because you're trying, you're trying to make this really sculpted face Show emotion. That's also why a lot. Of, a lot of, that's also like a huge problem I have with the eyes in a lot of these characters is that. Oh man. They all, they always look the same. Their eyes don't really move. They blink. They get a little wider, and that's it. So you're right. <laughs> it's a very different animation style. They're not exaggerated. Um, when you get more realistic in an art style, you can't exaggerate or you hit that uncanny valley. And I'm not going to say this is an uncanny valley thing. But if they were to have her, like, have, uh, I don't know, shark teeth and, like, the, the thick circle eyes and, like, whoa, manga. No, it just wouldn't work for this sort of thing. They have to do it realistically. And I think the word I would use is nuance. The characters are Can I ask nuanced. you both a question? Why we're, – we're talking about Violet ever for oh, yeah. a second. Can, can we, can we re- re- retreat to that? I'm sorry. What? No problem. I don't understand the question, but that's fine. <laughs> I don't know because because you know what? All right, fine. A Violet Evergarden was third, and so second place could be. Excuse me. Uh, let's just a segue. Yeah, do we segue? To so hold on. We're not, we're not going to se- now, hold on. Hold on, Gugsy. We're moving on to second place in a little bit. I just I want to conclude. Don't write anything. Do yes. not write anything. Alrighty. I just want to. I want to conclude. Um, this really briefly with the animation point, um, on T-Grip's point. I, I think that, um, a lot of times people have this discussion of what is anime. What and, is anime? And, and I, I, I'm, I'm not trying to get too philosophical here. I'll okay, do you but... one better. Why is anime? <laughs> okay, Whoa, but hold, why? Just hold, hold on, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out there, guys. So, 
the the thing is, right? Some some people. There was the whole scandal when Shelter went on um, the Reddit, the like the anime subreddit. Um, like I think that was in 2017, and then the admins removed it. Um, and they were like, oh, it's because it was, you know, for a song that's by a Western artist. And some people say, oh, anime is like Japanese. But I think one definition that I've heard that really appeals to me is this kind of idea that anime is almost like an art movement. You know, like what Mm -hmm. we think of like 2010s anime, to a certain degree, there are ways in which artistically all anime is united in certain similarities, um, that make it cohesively anime almost to at least that is an argument i have heard that i kind of i i think makes sense to me um and so i think when i see something like violet evergarden i to in my mind i'm almost thinking that it's it's peak anime in a certain way that it has almost like mastered the form to a certain degree um and and for the record i have issues with some of the writing which is why i did not vote for this show but i think animation wise i thought it was incredible and yep. I'm I'm not like some expert artist or anything, but for me, I was like, wow. I I don't want to take it on too long, but I'll just say that it, much like comedy, it's subjective. You know, if you like the more exaggerated style, more realistic yeah. style, a Gretzko, yeah. which is a yeah. very different style, they're all they're all technically forms of anime, and I think that's why I see it as a an industry thing. It's not really an art style. It's like, oh, this is a business, and they produce these types of things. But again, I feel like this is a good comp. This is one of the best compilations that can be on the internet because you have taste, all of you have taste, and and we all have taste, and we combine it, and then somehow, some way, some things rise to the top, and we're about to get there because uh, how many more do we have left? We've got two uh, left. The top two. two. We have yeah. the top two. I so here we go. Number two, guys, is okay. Hina Matsuri. At 79 points. All right. Number two is Matsuri. And I just want to say, this was, I voted for this as first place. This was my first place. This actually was second. I love this one. Yeah, this was was super fun. Yeah. Yeah. I give it number four. This is my fourth place show. I'm fine with it being this high, though. It's a great show. Yeah. What place was this for me? I think it was, let's see. Um,. I think this is my eighth place show. <clears throat> I love Tina Masuri. Tina Masuri was so much fun. Yeah, like it was so, so fun and also surprisingly heart heartwarming yeah, and surprisingly yeah. heartwarming. Yes, mm-hmm. well, that, that's what it was for me. Is it, it? Here's the thing: is a lot of times in shows that are both comedic and heartwarming, it usually feels like one is more dominant over the other. Like, oh, it's a comedy, but there's also like kind of like this heartwarming element to it, or oh, it's kind of like this like heartwarming you know, like, story, but there's also, like, a comedic element to it. But for me, mm-hmm. it felt like a complete show in both. Like, it wasn't like it was half-assing either of those categories, and that was what really put it over the edge for me. Like, I I, I had read some of the manga before watching the anime, but the anime adaptation was brilliant, and it was a great series, and I was really... I just really thought that it mastered both sides of what it was trying to do. Yeah, like, the... Yeah, it's a comedy feel. Yeah, yeah, like the voice acting and the music were just added so much to this show. That oh, the music was incredible. It yeah. was, and the, the opening theme. I loved the opening theme. Oh, oh yeah, the opening theme was great. Yeah, like, it it did a great job of building out its side characters better than a lot of shows do. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and the show also, isn't just about Hina and, and the guys. It builds up this whole cast. Everybody's great. Yeah, they yeah, did a good job handling a, their ensemble cast, too. Yeah, yeah. it builds up a community, and it just... All the actions had follow-through. Like, it what they... The comedic like the comedic events didn't weren't forgotten after one episode. It just kept built uh, all these actions just kept building on each building on itself. Like the stuff with um what's her name? The middle schooler who became a bartender. That stuff just <laughs> kept rolling. It's, yeah, the stuff with Hitomi kept rolling and rolling and kept getting even more ridiculous. Oh my gosh, yeah. I've said it, it before, in, and I'll say it again. Hitomi is the real MVP. It's it's I one know. of those things where oh, it's yeah, like, yeah. you think of, like, um, when they take, like, jokes in Aso the Aso Lase, and they kind of, like, repeat them, like, they like continue on, like, kind of, like, their memes. This is goes beyond that. It's a, it's a meme, but it's also, like, a progressing, like, story at the same time. And oh, so it's just, yes. like, c- continuing degrees of insanity in terms of the adult tasks that Hitomi is tasked with doing. And it's just, like, first she becomes a bartender, and then it's, before you know it, she's, like, in some, like, luxurious apartment, and, like, what's happening? Yeah, and she basically becomes, like, a CEO of her own company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous as crap. Like, it... But she didn't want to be, that was the best part. Yeah, and each step along oh, the way, she's forced. <laughs> somewhat. And it's... All of it can be prevented by her just saying, no, I don't want to do but she's just too dang nice. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite good. things about how the show balanced um, heartwarming and comedy, though, was when they did what <laughs> comedy writers call a treacle cutter, which is where it gets really sweet, and then it undercuts it. Like, my favorite part was when she decides to go back to Nita's house, and when she gets there, he's, like, celebrating that she's gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that <laughs> was so good. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed so hard at that part. Oh, God, like, that was hilarious. Yeah, it's and like you think that they were going to have him be, like, sad, but no. <laughs> oh, God, uh, it's just a good show. Oh, yeah. But it also had really great heartwarming stuff, especially with the stuff of Anzu. Like, Anzu is basically one of Hina's uh, friends, who's also an esper, and basically she's not as lucky as Hina in that she d- isn't immediately adopted by a loving and wealthy family. She actually mm-hmm. becomes homeless for a time. Mm-hmm. And just seeing her go through that whole arc of being homeless, trying to find work, and then finally being adopted by a little family was just so sweet and so mm-hmm. good. Yeah, it just basically gave me diabetes whenever I watched. So uh, whenever I watched a scene with her, going on at long last, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. we have our first. We all knew it was coming. We and all knew it was coming. Any, yeah, and anyone who knows anything uh, about anything, probably at this point, probably knows what the number what what is left, and that is a yep. place further than the universe at eighty four points. Yes, yeah, that yeah. is our winner for the year of Annie Tay. I had party I voted poppers number one. Off. Yeah, How many I, 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 it was my number there? two. I loved it. It was great. Oh, How yeah, many first places? It had, three for, it had three first places. And one of them was me. I love that show. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, I think it... So our top five were 77, 77, 78, 79, and then 84. So, like, there was a pretty substantial jump, relatively speaking, to this one. So it was, like, a very clear winner of the Anite top list here. 
And I think that it was, I mean, obviously people have their own opinions, but, and I didn't even vote for it for number one, but I do think it was probably warranted. It was, it was really good. And I know that yeah. it was a really big favorite amongst a lot of people, even though it only had three firsts, whereas a couple of other shows had four firsts. I think mm. almost everyone probably had it on their list, if not very high up on their list. So the, the mm-hmm. weird thing is that yeah, I didn't give it a single point, but even then, like if you asked me to like list like 15 like entries, it would have made that like, it was one of my, my top 10 list where I will freely admit <laughs> it's not my kind of thing. It is like just a bit, too moe for like my taste and when i first saw it like airing i was like okay i'm not gonna like touch this but then it, it got so much word of mouth basically i was like okay fine i'll, I'll give this a chance and i liked it i didn't love it but i did like it because it it does a lot of things just right for a show so yeah yeah they had a lot of universal appeal just like the likable characters and the art style mm-hmm. and the premise was mm-hmm. so unique like it's just and they're gonna just be hanging out this is actually why i didn't watch Euro camp i'm like well i'm watching this or Euro camp because they look the same clearly they yeah. weren't but <laughs> um it was just i really liked the how they started they basically had like three arcs like preparing to go to antarctica on the way to antarctica okay now we're here and it was just cool how they yeah. broke it up and they really got tired of mm-hmm. each other yeah, so they get you to they, they get you to invest in those characters so much. Like this, the show made me cry. I don't cry on in very basically anything. I don't get emotionally invested that much, but this made me cry. Yeah, like yeah, the first arc. Yeah, the first arc was just so well done because it basically would show it basically showed why the audience itself would want to try to actually go to our Antarctica and mm-hmm. just the way the whole the whole theming and the pacing of the very first arc was just, it was able to grip me so well that I wanted to know how this expedition would turn out and how these people would grow from really this expedition. Like, I really like the relationship she had with her best friend. Cause like, Oh, they're clearly drifting apart. And I thought they were going to do the whole anime thing where, Oh, here's my childhood friend. I'm going to make all these new friends cast and never talk to you again. But instead they brought it back and they had that like really, heartwarming um goodbye when they left like no we're still friends and i mm-hmm. that really got yeah. me choked up that, that scene mm-hmm. is incredible the whole the whole scene where her friend tried to break up with her is just amazing yeah mm-hmm. and i i thought so for me what i thought really made this one special too to a certain degree was that it's it's a coming of age story but it's one of like the best and very create and one of the most creative coming of age stories that i've mm-hmm. ever seen honestly well, another thing that makes mm-hmm. it special is that it's anime original, so they had complete yeah. freedom with the story. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There, they weren't mm-hmm. bound down to what happened in the manga. They didn't have to figure out whether to end it or give you a read the manga ending. They gave you a complete story from top to finish that was tightly plotted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can't say that about a lot of the animes on this list. Like, in the top, well, actually, a lot of the top ten animes in the, on our list actually have conclusive endings but a lot of the ad- adaptations or some of the originals don't don't have like a conclusive end to it and or the I ending just just to, sucks yeah <laughs> that's bad that's also a possibility mm. yeah so i mean i i think obviously there is there's debate and some people you know <clears throat> want one show higher than it actually is but i, I definitely think that this one was warranted Definitely. So that's like... actually what I want to close on here. So I'm going to give each of you guys just a chance. Like, what did you think of this list overall? And I'm going to start, I'm going to move my way up. So I'm going to start with T-Grip, actually. 
Um, all right, thank you. Um, <laughs> so this list, it's the first one I ever voted on, actually, because I missed out on the 2017 list, which, which I was really, and still I'm a little disappointed with more myself for not voting, because if I had voted... Main Abyss would have been number one, and that's one time where I yeah, did, it, it would have been number one. It should have been. It was close. It was number two. Yeah, and I, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and I, I crunched the math, and it would have made number one a couple others. This one, though, I'm looking at, it and half of the things on my top ten list made it into the proper top ten itself. So I'm really glad that I actually got to vote this time. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm. On one hand, I'm, a, I am like, I'm still a tiny bit. <laughs> Tiny, tiny bit of because like most of my choices were in the bottom ten. You know, Planet with Minglebox, Gridman, and Devilman. But I'm still really pleased with it because, hmm, yeah, it's still a respectable showing. Like I'm, I'm the same way. Like I think out of the six shows I voted for, four of my six were in the top ten. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, and as long only... as if they're in, if they're in there, it's like that's that's pretty that's pretty high up. There were 64 shows. That's really good. You know? Yeah, that's really good. And there's only one. There's only one show in the top ten that you know I I honestly don't think you know belongs in your Dragon Pound, obviously, but the other nine though these are all really really good shows and with the uh, yeah mo- most of these at least for any other years a lot of these other shows top ten lists like you know place for the universe if this was like a little weaker year that would not on my list on Hiamatsuri I watched that again I liked it but I didn't love it but I think this list just goes to show just how amazingly good 2018 was because honestly you can, you can go like to the other like all the way down to like the next 25 places honestly and there would still be a, a lot of good shows in there that's how strong this year was and i mean 2018 has just been outstanding for for shows yeah. basically so how about you pizza uh, i personally think this list is pretty good there's a lot of solid and interesting shows that i really like well a lot of unique shows that are in this list and i really wait hope that people who listen to this podcast try to check out at least all of the um, all of these top tens because I feel like you'll get something interesting out of it personally um, I uh, I personally just am kind of disappointed that some of my top 10 picks aren't uh, up here like I think about half of them aren't top 10 but um, I generally have a little more my tastes are more focused towards like complete absurdist comedies and interesting character character studies that focus on generally adultish characters or characters who feel uh, more na- more realistic. So I generally tend to, so I can understand why a lot about half my shows are not in the top ten, but I'm mm-hmm. glad a good chunk of them did. Mm-hmm. So how about you, Requiem? <clears throat> Well, um, given the the uh, eclectic nature of my taste in anime, um, <laughs> I'm su- I'm surprised how many of my picks got like the top five of my list got into the top ten of this list, um, including Dragon Pilot, which makes it very happy because T Group can suck it. But um, <laughs> it sucks. I, I'm this year. I'm just happy that I mean it's a good list. I think it's. I think it shows just how wide a range of tastes happens in our little group. The 23 yeah. people pick 64 shows. I'm happy that the show I think deserved to win won, as opposed to last year, which I'm still mad about. Um, that made if I voted, didn't. it would have won. You should have <laughs> voted then. Mm. But uh, I think yeah. in the end, the top 10 is wrong. I can't really argue with anything. I'm a little disappointed that Eurocamp didn't finish top two. But I can't argue with the place Farther Universe being number one. That's 
one of the best shows I've seen in forever. Yeah. So overall, I'm pretty happy. Yeah. How about uh, how about you, Hybrid? I'm so glad I joined this little group because if I didn't, Rascal and Bunny Senpai would have beaten Violet Evergarden, and I would have been so upset as a. Re- so now <laughs> we have. Damn you! <laughs> yeah, suck it. Oh uh, no, but this this was good. I think. Uh, you know, like all things, everything is subjective and it shows the range of tastes. I've definitely learned what each of you seem to be into, and that's very interesting. Um, I think, as someone said, uh, this top 10 is good for anybody to check out. So, um, yeah, I don't really have a problem with this. I think Golden Kamui should be way higher, and I think uh, My Hero should be number one. About it. <laughs> yeah, no, I should have watched Golden Kamui then. Totally, yeah. uh, hang on. <laughs> all right. Um, Gugsy, are you alive? I knew it. I knew it. He's over the couch. I knew it. He fell asleep. <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. Oh my god! So oh no, I, I just want to say, guys, um, for those of you who have probably noticed as you're listening, Gugsy has clearly getting progressively drunker and drunker. And usually, what happens once he's had enough is he falls asleep while, like, in the video in the voice chat. And this, I think, this is the first time he's done it during the podcast, though. So I'm actually thrilled. <laughs> we are a drunk con one. It's happened. It's finally happened. <laughs> we beat Gugsy. And, he, and here's the best part, too, is he was like, after after last year's My Hero Academia, um, I, scandal's maybe not the right word, but I'm going to call it scandal because that's more fun. Um, mm. After the My Hero Academia scandal, um, Gugsy's like, nope, this year, it's not going to happen. going to be totally chill. And then, but like as the as the podcast progressed, I was like, "Oh yes, it's happening! It's happening!" And it did. So you're, you're <laughs> welcome, everyone. Stuck to his you're word. welcome. Oh, yeah, you're so devious, Proton. Yes, this is what happens when you drag the podcast out for at least two and a half hours. Is Gugsy finally gets there? <laughs> oh dear. So yeah, I I just want to say as my closing thoughts, uh, My Hero Academia was totally robbed. It should have been number one. Um, Absolutely. Other than yeah, that, the movie, other, the movie was like. Great. It was better than it, Your Name and Spirit Away combined, you know? Great it's, point. It's, it's My Hero Academia movie, top, at, at least top ten, if not number one. Mm. Um, better than Shawshank Yeah. The only thing that really, line, but definitely number two. I was really definitely – I really think that the other shows that got robbed is I really thought that Octopath Traveler and Bird Box were totally robbed. I just don't even <laughs> yeah. know why they're not on this list. It's outrageous. I can't believe nobody else voted for Octopath Traveler. I mean it's really I know. a travesty. I don't get it. <laughs> It wasn't so anime far. enough. It wasn't as like Torchlight or Fortnite or whatever. I'm surprised <laughs> Castlevania didn't even make it onto this list. It's excellent. It's yeah. probably my yeah, favorite that, anime of all time. Argument. I can't believe I can't I cannot believe that uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion did not make it on this list. That's just outrageous, you know. But the rebuild of villains haven't finished yet. Proton. Don't worry, it'll be on this list in twenty one forty seven. You know, <laughs> they're all interning all a trigger now. They don't have anyone working. If it had made this list, we'd all, if it had made this list, would all be ten. Uh, yeah. So as uh, so once again, our top ten were Dragon Pilot, Planet With, Megalobox, SSSS Gridman, Devilman Crybaby, Laidback Camp, Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai, Violet Evergarden, Hinamatsuri, and at number one, a place further than the universe. So thank Yay. you, everyone, for listening Yay. into this podcast. This is the end of our – well, I guess we're recording this in 2019, but this is the end of our explicitly covering 2018 content. And Very the explicit. next time we come back, we will – yeah, we will be talking more about probably um, a lot of, like, 2019 shows. So I yeah, hope you like guys enjoyed 
our uh, 2018, and we will see you at some point in the near future. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.